Pickaxe. Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pitch, Please, the podcast where people who play games, pitch ideas, who make them. It's taken a year. We've got a theme tune. Take it away, Tom. It's the 2020 episode wrap-up year. Hey, it's time to wrap up 2020 with a load of games that we pitched and did. Ooh, Hooray! Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the big bonanza. It's a no from me, Tom. That's what, you come up I with a theme it. song then. It, it, it the tailed enthusiasm. off. It tailed off. But there was enthusiasm. <laughs> there was energy. There was spunk and gusto. Bunk. And you know I love spunk and gusto. about this special podcast, Tom? I'm so excited. We're ranking all yeah. of the games that we've done over 2020 and trying to figure out what is the game of 2020. I can tell you straight away, it's not cyberpunk, mainly because we didn't pitch it, but also because, yikes. Um, and also, <laughs> we're bringing back an old favorite. We've got Matt Castle back again. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, it's very nice. I'm glad I'm an old favorite. Who, I would like to point out, has his own new podcast, and I'm happy to let you promote it now. Oh, yeah. Right now. Oh, Go. it's called the back page. The back page of video games podcast. It's video games chat through the lens of two people who used to work on games magazines. That's there basically you all you need to know. There you go. If you if you like games, if you like pitch, please. It's back page podcast. It's this is why I related. think you're going <laughs> to fit well on this podcast because uh, unlike any of us, you actually for most of your adult life, you've been professionally reviewing games, right? Yes, but. Yes, uh, but, you, yeah. but you, you've been, no. you guys have been, well, some of you guys have been making them, which he I was would a, say. An amateur as a child. Yeah, but that's very different. Mm. It's very different. You can make, you can make a bad game and not know it's bad. Oh, I knew. Uh, yeah. Whereas I, <laughs> Chris put his hand up. <laughs> I knew. Uh, whereas I think to be able to distinguish between what, what makes a good game and a bad game, that takes, that takes years of It takes spunk and gusto. Practice, uh, right? I, I often, whenever a big game comes out like Cyberpunk and all the, journalists go in on it or whatever you always see devs saying well journalists don't know how it really is they don't really know what it is to make these things you know you you can't really take them at their word and whatnot so i don't know some some people rate us some people don't i rate you very highly matt thank you i do too especially for red steel thanks yeah <laughs> what's my rating out of 10 Nine out of 10. that's the only language i understand <laughs> not, not a, like an alphabetical system an a a minus. Oh god! Do that. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, also, we're uh, okay. we're way beyond the line, but also we're joined by Chris. Oh yeah, and, hi. Hi, and also hey. James. Hello. James, have you got something to deliver to us? Something James, to say? Got a show. Yeah, yeah. Got show. You know that game. That game I prattle on about. Uh, what's that called again? Oh yeah, Drink No, what is it? <laughs> oh, Drink Moglert. Uh yeah. It is on sale in the Switch store for sixty percent off. Just in time for Christmas. 60%. 60%? I know. That's insane. We're going mad. Wow. I mean, we figured... That's over half. We figured it was a really shit year. Yeah. People might be getting together, getting together with friends and family, 
if you can, if you're lucky enough, stay safe. But, you know, get the game. It's great fun and it's cheap. And it was already cheap, but now it's even cheaper. <laughs> wow, I'm Just great at selling it. It's the stuff. cheapest it's been ever. And it's uh, uh, super fun. It's, it's fucking great. I don't want to overhype it, but you'll love it. You yeah. will love it like your only child. You'll love it and you'll hate it. Because it's better than it's Cyberpunk, Tom? Like, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we've God. got less bugs than Cyberpunk. I can categorically say that. You can say, say that. that about a lot Correct. of games. A lot of games can, can take that award. I think it says more about our bleak technological future as well than Cyberpunk. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're on um, theme. Okay, all right. Yes. We've got a lot to get through. Let's let's try and round like Tom. How are we gonna? How, how are we doing this? How, what's the approach here? So I'm gonna start with the earliest episode. So episode one first, and I'm gonna do a very brief mm-hmm. pitch of what that game was, uh, and then mm-hmm. we'll say right that is the base standard for how we proceed. The next <laughs> game I pitch is then is it better than the last one? If it is, then that becomes the standard. We then rate every game compared to that one, and by the end of it, okay. we should eventually have what is pitch please. Game of 2020. Um, flawless. 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 It, it, should, it should work. We won't have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way through to 10, but we'll have the best one, and that's all that matters. But you could the technically figure it out from the, the way we work, work through it. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I none know. of us will. None of us Someone will. Someone probably would. Someone will. Maths. So, no. shall we begin? It's the internet. Shall we begin with episode one of Pitch Please, going back all the way to February 9th? Feb, February, what? Feb, February. 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 Why can't I say Feb? Feb 9th. Feb. Feb 9th. <laughs> the first episode of Pitch Please brought us hashtag blessed, which was a god game, uh, a text based god game. I think we ended up turning it into an app, or at least it started it as an app. It was set on mobile. <laughs> set on mobile. Based, I still think about this one. Yeah, based on the game Lifeline, um, which was a game where you can. Direct a dude through a alien wastelandy thing using real time texts, but hashtag blessed was a civilization city builder where you are a god, uh, hearing the pleas of your of your people. Um, it was a Twitter feed for prayers, right? Essentially, yeah, hash- so, and yeah, you reply a- to to prayers, and it wasn't like a retweet. It was bless, uh, smite. And Smite, yeah. I think Pestilence was another one as well. Um, <laughs> and and that's how you run your civilization. And it, it's multiple different paths through the story. Do you bless this dude? Do you not? There was a little bit of element of uh, Papers, Please in there, like this one dude that comes back with these really dumb prayers. And I think Alex wanted to incorporate <laughs> actual voicemail in there as well. So we'd have to record thousands upon thousands of voice lines. I think we all agreed yeah. that was a bad idea. But there's hashtag West, the Twitter-based god game. Uh, casual, mobile. Casual, you know. mobile, somewhat real-time. So maybe like two days later, you hear an update from, uh, I think it was Georgie the Farmer or Georgie the Fireman. Uh, yeah, uh, one of them. Yeah, you follow someone's like lineage, don't you? Like this person's family, like, a, like their entire life, and then perhaps decisions that you make. Uh, based on their life, whether you whether you smite them or whether you bless them, yeah. that might affect their lives and then their children and, and so I, on. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure we got a about a 75% would make would play. I think Chris may have been would no, may have I been a would it. make. Uh, may have been a would make. I think he did like that one. But Matt, just as a I know we'll continue and say, you know, compare them to other games, but how do you feel about hashtag blessed? It's a very quick elevator pitch. Uh, yeah, I, I like the sound of it. I like the idea of smiting on Twitter. 
Um, yeah. That's good. That's I the mean, dream. It's basically, I think, pestilence on Twitter. Is that closest to a, just a like and not a, not a retweet <laughs> or a follow? Like, I, I, don't, think, um, I don't like likes. I, want I think retweets. a smite is a, is a mute or a block. Yeah. Oh, okay. A bless with um, like. A bless was a, 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 a like. I don't know if we have a retweet. I think it's more of a, you know, do you help this person? Uh, and then you gain you gain influence, don't you, Tom? And reach, and then it was something to do yeah, with. And I think there was also the a. I think Satan also had a Twitter, and <laughs> he would taunt you throughout yeah. the entire game as well. Um, yeah, I like the sound of this. I, I, that, yeah, that that sounds pretty solid. I like the idea of being in having the ultimate position of power on a social network. That would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, also the okay. deactivate account button was just apocalypse and that's when you restart <laughs> um best game so okay yeah. so pretty positive i i mean i feel good about this i still think about this one today uh i still think it could Do be you? something i, I, I like remember. it um, <laughs> you can't remember it at all um, you might not have been there no because a lot is, of the early episodes like, oh, you cool. weren't there were you i was in that um, one i remember okay. that one Whoa, we're pitching to james as well now all right well i think you're gonna remember the next one it's immediately about one. to be beaten I am ready for this one because I remember that Chris hated this one. Alistair hated what? it as well. No, I didn't hate this. You fucking <laughs> no, did. Alistair, because Alistair, Alistair hated this Alistair one. Hated Alistair it. hated it. I liked it. No, Alistair hated it. And then he turned around and loved it. And it was you that never turned around. I remember this uh, pretty vividly. I, I actually quite like this idea, so I don't remember that. Oh, really? Okay, well, this is John Quick Card Slinger. Worst okay, thing. are you ready? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? So John Quick Card Slinger is a deck-building platformer, Endless Endless Runner. Endless Runner. Yeah. Um, In which you, like in Mario, it's a 2D side-scrolling game where you're running along the map. Automatically, your character's running along the map, and he will encounter traps, enemies, uh, obstacles, jumps, things to climb, things to whatever. But your hand, your deck, it's played in a Slay the Spire format, um, is things like jump, duck, dodge, attack, climb and there's certain combo cards in there as well like if you do a jump and a somersault you can regain energy and then you can use that to increase your speed slow down whatever all played through cards in a deck building game and there's a timeline telling you what's coming up so you can prepare plays in advance yeah um, kind of like right, descenders yeah. um yeah. i think is what we said where you can and, and you john can wick, see the right? certain routes also john yeah, quick you're, you're john quick <laughs> for legal, you're john reasons. Wick. <laughs> for legal <laughs> reasons you're john <laughs> quick um, similar and uh, and yeah it was it was kind of like this this fast playing deck building game where you can really rapidly throw cards away out of your deck so you never see them again because you're like well fuck I've already got a better jump card now that I've upgraded uh, I should get rid of all the other jump cards or whatever uh, but because of the fast pace of it sometimes you make mistakes sometimes you lose health maybe you lose speed uh, and slow down um, and you can see an entire map of the game as you play it deck building game Mm. How do you feel? Oh, that's a, that wasn't a good noise. No, that well, wasn't a good noise. Surely <laughs> you just look at the level and you're like, I need five jumps, two ducks, and then you build that deck and then oh, it's done, like it, right? So, well, no, because you don't see the necessarily see the level, right? No, you don't see I the level before you go in. Wasn't that the thing? You just as right. like you see like the next three things coming up. And you have yeah. to, you can only, your hand can only be yeah. so big. I think the way we went with it was like, you, each level is like, say, a thousand meters or whatever. You complete that level and then you have a split path where you choose 
two different areas you can go to and you can kind of vaguely see oh there's a lot of enemies on this side i don't have a lot of attack cards there's a lot of there could be a lot of traps on this side i do have a lot of dodge cards so you're like cool i'll go that way um mm. i think that's how we imagined it also in terms of like the deck building aspect like slay the spire you draw five cards you play the five cards and then you draw a random set of five cards so you kind of have to build this perfect mm -hmm. deck where you're ensuring that you have the right cards in your hand right for, for any scenario or maybe you try and focus it down and hope that you get a monster room or a monster level because you've got tons of attack cards. Um, and that sounds st much still it. sounds a bit rigid to me. Like, what? oh no, oh. Right, well, Tom, thing, Tom is going to cry later. React, <laughs> if certain things are going to react to certain things, so you need them. And I get that you can add flourishes to get like energy back, like you said. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like people are trying to stretch deck building games into genres which don't necessarily fit them. Because it's not that one which is like the next 10 games. There's one which is like a fist fighting game where you play cards to to do a fight. Uh, oh, fight is it fights in fights tight, in do tight you mean places? By my uh, good friend James Parker from the Bristol Games Hub. <laughs> fights I'm, sure in tight it's, spaces. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I know it's, it's quite fun. It's quite fun. Um, no, but like, I don't know. Like for me, uh, the, the, the kind of endless runner, the kind of, the bit of my brain that taps into is the kind of, you know, the reactive dexterity of, of my platforming, not, not the detached movement of a deck building game. I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. Okay. Well, all right. So you would say between those two, hashtag blessed wins out. <laughs> yeah. Blessed. Yeah. Okay. All right. What, what, hang on. Uh, that's, we, but that's we certainly my any... take. I, you know. This is a vote. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I'm I think it's actually John safe to say. Way. Actually, if we if we did it so it was just Matt, James, and Chris that voted for him. Then see, it, I, yeah. I will definitely see, have no, an answer. You see, I think I genuinely think it should. No, Chris is. We good. should give Matt the power. Mm. What? Because we're 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 going to be very no, tied no, into certain things, and I think Matt to it. is no, just going to be I like on instinct. Well, should, that doesn't sound that great. I don't think we should. I, I also have two John pitches. Out. That's true. He does have two pitches. On that one, it's our power. Too much power. Given what I stand to win. That's true. Chris, what do you think? I think I understand where Matt is coming from on that. And I think between the two, I still I think blessed is 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 maybe edging forward, yeah. Just because of, uh, I don't think that uh, I'm trying to word Tom this is, in a Tom's way livid. that I I think that you, you have could to be a little bit quicker, Chris. We don't want to sorry, be here for yeah. four hours. <laughs> we can we can cut we can cut that. Um, I think I think blessed is a better because of the the premise, and I think just the simple mechanics as yeah okay you know, no it's fair enough. Well, I, I agree. See. It doesn't even matter what James thinks. Then we've got uh, that's it. Well, I was thinking actually, <laughs> you know, I said two, we should just two. give it the power to James, Chris, and Matt because then it's three. There's five mm -hmm. of us here right now. We could literally just do all of us. <laughs> well, I'm John Quick. <laughs> James. I uh, well, I, we know Tom's. James John is still going to is the deciding oh, vote. Fuck! Well, don't, why have you done this to me? <laughs> Look, on, I know. I know John Quick holds a particular um, affinity in our hearts, but on that he's second st pitch, on the second pitch, actually, hashtag blessed. I feel like is more unique. That's more, what's convinced me as well. Yeah, more, you know what? Honestly, it's got more legs uh, to it. Alex whereas John Quick maybe is a bit. You're turning as well, Tom. I think you're saying I'm livid about this, but having repitched it and 
comparing it to hashtag blessed. There's, I think it's one of those things where I think it could be a really, really cool game. I think it, mm. I think it's, there's something there. However, it's not quite complete. I think hashtag blessed is a so much more feature complete, more almost ready to go. Like we could just write all the shit for it and stuff would just come yeah. to us. It's got more inspiration to it. Whereas John Quick mm. is like, it, I think it will take a lot more work to make it playable and ready to go all and right, not frustrating. Enough. Um, Holy shit! Well, uh, anything anything can happen, I yes. guess, on this episode. Uh, so the, the next one is a, is a is a slightly more unique one, right, Tom? Yeah. So this was uh, pitched by Will. I, episode three, we immediately broke the mold and said, "I'm not going to pitch an episode, and a game developer is going to pitch one." This is Will, the <laughs> maker of uh, Cave Blazers. He pitched My Feral Kid. Uh, I think you can sum this up very, like in in just like one sentence. Yeah, uh, you're a, a feral child. Almost. Trying to escape your parents, I think. <laughs> I, I can't remember like, this one. Octo, octo dad, like right? Octo dad, but you're a feral child. Yeah, so, so you're, you're a feral you're, child you're, you're in a normal wolves. family. You're you've been adopted by a normal family, but you're trying to escape. Them to go back again. to the wilds, yeah. Um, but without obviously being caught by like child services or animal control, depending on which one comes after you. Um, right. But you're in like normal situations, like a shopping center, and you yeah. have to try and like get away. But, but but you don't know how to walk or run or anything. You're like up there. Yeah, that was a weird because you're raised by wolves. Because you're a wolves know how to move. It's not like yeah, you're no, just rolling around the forest. <laughs> yeah, but on all no, fours. You're a child on all fours. <laughs> you also can't um, communicate. You just growl. Because uh, you're feral. I don't think you fully understand how feral children work. from a shopping centre easily enough. Yeah, but you you're, you're not the wolf. in a shopping centre, it would have a decent go of it. But you're not the wolf. You're a child that was raised by wolves. Yeah, but you've got a wolf-like personality, right? Power. Wolf-like well, senses. Wasn't it? Wasn't it more that we had to like you? You were able to 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 like be a norm, to present yourself as a normal child mm. for a limited amount of time. Periods of time. There was like a meter almost, so you could walk. You could walk on two legs for fifteen seconds, yeah. or whatever, and then you would have to hide somewhere because your legs weren't. There was a suspicion enough. meter, wasn't there? There was like you could you'd a suspicion have to try and blend in. That was it. Yeah, so that was straight, straight out of Octo Dead. Yeah. yeah, and then but then you would set distractions, so you might pull the fire alarm, or you might. Uh, I don't know, steal something and run. Will uh, said that, he, I, if I remember correctly, yeah. that he was willing to let us, or let, he wanted a bite mechanic. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit much. He wanted, um, he wanted to be able to bite people. He wanted to be able to bite people. I think this just gives you a sort of deeper dive into Will's mind than um. This was one anything. of those ones that was like a one-word pitch. I think he just said, you're a feral child. And then he yeah. just let us run with it, and that's what we came up with. Um, so, Dr. Dad is a feral child? It's not as distinct as an octopus. Like there's a, there's a <laughs> no. big gap between there's an octopus trying to pretend to be human and there's a human who's got animal tendencies <laughs> pretending to be human. Yeah, I know yeah, I get that. A, it's a lot a easier point. to pretend to be human when you are one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's easier to mask snarling than it is you're an octopus. <laughs> I would say. I mean, yeah, like if it's between this and hashtag blessed, I'm I'm definitely with blessed. Oh yeah, uh, personally. Yeah, how's everyone else feeling? Yeah, the is is this unanimous? I, no, I, 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 I want to find I'm more for the feral oh. child actually. <laughs> really, my feral child. I think I think it's got more opportunity to be funny. So and... you're saying my feral child is better than John Quick? <laughs> well, that's that's uh, actually well, yeah. John Quick's I, out I, the pitch I, now, I though, right? Actually, yeah, based on based on the John Quick pitch, I would still say my feral child is better than. 
John Quirk. Wow. wow. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blown away. Just found out no one likes John Quirk. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, sorry, Will. Um, My Feral Kid is, is immediately out. Yeah, that's uh, out. The, the, very, the very first game still on top. What's next? It's all downhill from the very first episode. Amazing. <laughs> uh, the next episode was, this is when we had uh, a load of community pitches in there. I cannot remember what they are because I'm literally looking at the titles of these. I can remember one. I can From the title, I remember what we ended up with. And yeah, it wasn't we ended a game. Up, oh no, this was, was a, one was that I app. came up with. This was a me pitch again that uh, we did at the end of it. I remember one of the pitches was find a co-op game where you have to find shoes uh, duplicate mm. pairs of shoes and also duplicate clothes. I can't remember how we got to that. Anyway, this this one, the episode is called <laughs> Tingle. And uh, this was an ASMR app where you <laughs> yeah. open up the app and you're like, ooh, really feeling some sequined pillows today. So you put your headphones in That's and right. you literally just interact with a sequined pillow and you just get noises and stuff Wasn't like that. Wasn't it called... Tingle because I suggested that we turn it into an ASMR dating app where you find people who like the same sounds oh, as yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to find and your tingle. It was based on Tinder and just right. the noises of yeah. tingles. So it was tingle, T-I-N-G-L. No yeah. E. No um, e. And you, yeah. So not it's, quite a game, but... That was it. No, it was I a said, service. It was a I service. said it was, it was between mm. Grinder and Tinder because I said it should be called Gay SMR. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. that was the service. I remember it now. And I think right. I got the same reaction as I did this then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you haven't learned. Uh, so yeah, um, it wasn't okay, really so. a game. This was just like one that I just slapped onto the end of a community episode because, yeah. Um, it was a service like where one. you can just I feel like it should exist. satisfy it your really. ASMR needs while also finding other people around the world who share your ASMR. Oh, and the idea was like those pillows that like light up when your partner is also asleep halfway across the country. You can play ASMR to other people and you build can like people across now the world. Now I think about it, it's like having your own <laughs> DJ set for ASMR, <laughs> where everyone's just like laying in the in the arena listening to you just playing. Like, oh, time for pillow sequins. Oh, time for me to poke that sludge. <laughs> oh. All right. So, it, it, taking away people's general feelings about ASMR, <laughs> the idea. <laughs> what are you thinking? I, I'd rather play. I would still rather play a game than have a. An app, like a, a dating app um, person. That's true. This is a dating app from hashtag based quest, on what noises you like. It's very hard. To, and there's nothing wrong with the concept of the app, but it's it's quite hard to compare to like a fun game where you control the world through Twitter. Okay, to, now hang on. What if I very quickly turned it into a game by saying it was DJ Hero, but it's ASMR Hero? Oh, I still think that's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. No, I hate it. Personally, I hate it. Um, I'm just wondering. I don't think. I, can we gamify ASMR? I don't think it's going to win out. Game SMR. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't no, think it's worked. I, think, I don't think it's worked. Tom. No. One out, yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, the next one is Human Crossing Rising Damp. I'm going to skip that one. It's the literally next one. the worst thing we've ever, <laughs> ever come up with. Really? It yeah, that awful. was. awful. Animal Crossing, but you're a human and you just have to deal with the uh, miserable... And it, was, it became part of the pr- curriculum at one point? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. skip that. Yeah, we'll that skip was that. how we got to play, yeah. <laughs> it was just right, miserable. <laughs> I think I was just like depressed that day or something. After that, after the recording, you, you came to me and said, look, we 
can we not put this out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> you did. I you remember did anyway. that. I remember that. Yeah. It was just a really miserable episode. <laughs> I mean, it was just Animal Crossing, but made boring, but you're human, right? And people forced to play it because it was part of the curriculum. Yeah. That was, that's really all it was. It was just a way There's for no children to learn to... about rent and taxes and... Uh, yeah. All yeah. the shit stuff. Because that's that, what we said was missing from Animal Crossing, apart from the mortgage, is that you don't, as a kid, you don't understand it. It gives so you what inflated if, expectations I mean, of Animal I'd like to say we life. said we were skipping this, when actually what we've done is explain it quite well. But it's not better than Blessed. It's John Quick. You fucking... Okay. <laughs> oh. okay. oh. Alex, you can take right. this one. This was, uh, this was <laughs> the first guest pitch we had. Oh yeah, so this was this was Ravs joining us for for what was known to be uh, when ended up being called Mines of Molyneux. So yeah. I wasn't on, the, I wasn't uh, on this one. Basically, so I'm, the, I'm down for the pitch. So, so the idea for this it it is basically have you ever played uh, Deep Rock Galactic? Mm-hmm. Love that game. So it's deep it's Deep Rock Galactic where you're a team of uh, dwarves going into mines, uh, but instead of sci-fi, it's uh, it's fantasy. <laughs> Uh, and then right. there was one additional mechanic uh, where you're all chained together. Right? <laughs> it was fantasy, was, fantasy deep rock galactic, but there's one new mechanic. <laughs> you're chained you're together. All, you're all chained together, basically, and you have to you have to find some way to progress down through the mines. And maybe you'll find a key, or maybe you'll find a weapon that will be able to remove people, or someone will die, and you'll have to drag them along. There was a you. thing also where you you had to lay track as you go, and you have a cart, and that's how you get back. So when you die, you respawn, and you come back on the cart. So as long as you lay down the track, as well as okay. fighting off everything as you're going, that was you it, can yes. get oh, back also, to where you are. I think there was like this weird like dynasty of dwarves that you picked as well that all had familial traits. To each other as yes. well, and then when they yeah, died, you didn't you like you. you start as their son or something, you and you got as, you could go and find their stuff. Yeah, like you pick a roster of dwarves or something to yeah. send yeah. down into the mine. Yeah. It was so you're tied together. All. So there are different time. classes. Yeah, you're tied together yeah, all the time. You're chained together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, to, also you... at the end, uh, Peter Molyneux comes out and says, "You completed my game." Yeah, because we I can't remember why, but we needed a celebrity endorsement, and we thought that it was weird enough that he would do it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that thus beget, like started our what celebrity can endorse this? Yeah, the first person to complete it would win an internship as well. That was it because at the at the end of the mine there was a surprise, but we didn't know what it was, and so it was like that that game that Peter Molyneux made where you had to click the box, and at the yeah, end yeah. that, that one guy found yeah, out what it was, and it was probably really disappointing. Yeah. Um, probably, and he an could choose to, to tell. work on Goddess. Yeah, I think was so. Was that what it was? It was something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, oh, and, and then they started to ignore him after a while, I think. Yeah. And didn't. There was an interview with him. We spoke <laughs> about won. it in this episode. Ghosted. Great. Yeah. yeah. We spoke about it in the episode, but the kid just got ghosted by Peter Molyneux. It was amazing. <laughs> that's the prize, be ghosted by Peter Molyneux. Yeah, that's the dream. Um, okay. So is this in any way better than hashtag blessed? It's quite good, good, I think. Ooh. It's a combination of things that I quite like. Admittedly, those things already exist, so maybe you don't really need it. But, you know, <laughs> I like Rogue Legacy. That and I like okay. sort of lineage systems, and I quite like the, you know, the co-op mining thing. I don't know if it's different enough from Deep Rock Galactic for you to really, you know... Dig it. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, uh, I like the idea of them being chained together. Does that mean when you die, they can you have corpses yes. chained yeah, to you yeah, forever? Yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. You have to drag them around. That's quite I mean, strong. I think, I think there was there was some kind of thing where we we decided that there were ways that you could, like maybe you would find a key or a weapon that could break the chains. Right. But basically, the if you were together, you were stronger, but it meant that you had a smaller share of the loot. So there was a possibility oh, yeah. that you that you, you could like get rid of the other people. It, it also has a slight problem that you die. Then you're reborn mm. and you ride a minecart and you arrive at what is basically a load of dwarves chained to corpses and you then chain yourself to them as a, like willingly going, yeah, this seems good. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. There's a couple yeah. of loopholes in the, the story. Front. That's that's yeah. that's not great. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you sold me on the chain idea. Now, if there's just a chain I mean, of imagery, corpses, yeah, it's got me a bit excited. Let's go. So, yeah, we didn't think I mean, about the logistics I, of it. I'll be honest, but. Okay. <laughs> is, is anyone favouring this over hashtag blessed? No, I'm not. Not personally. No, no not probably, probably not. Because it's close. Wow. It exists. It's that close. was close, was it? Well, okay. okay. So this is the closest it's been. Now, well, how about this one? Then I can tell you though, this one, this one, I think is a real contender. This one, I really, really yeah. enjoyed this one. So this is a game called Mind Splitter, where it's a puzzle game in which now I will say that much later down the line, we realized this game is being made pretty much. Um, but it's a game We weren't where, aware of that at the time. We weren't aware of it at the time. This was a T. Hazel original, baby. Um, mm. So it's a puzzle game where you're in a room, and I think we said we'll just pretend it was like a classroom or something, where you interact with certain things, you, I don't know, write on the whiteboard, or you, I don't know, make a coffee or something, and then... Mm -hmm. 60 seconds later, or an amount of time later, you are then warped to a alternate version of this room in a completely different alternate reality. Or maybe it's just a similar layout, but this is a lab this time. And you see the effects of the things that you did in the 60 seconds in the first room play out in some form in this way. So the, the realities are merging together and interacting with each other. So when you write on the whiteboard, maybe that, you know, brought up this theorem or something on the blackboard in this universe because it's opposites um and uh if you made a coffee in this one it turned on the machine that powered the fucking lab experiment or something and the more you play after 60 seconds in the alternate reality you then go back to the other one so it's constantly warping back and forth but you see the effects of your movements in each one affecting the other way uh, the other world and the game is to get to the end figure out what the puzzle is to begin with there's a correct order of things yeah that you and need the, to do to solve the puzzle using using the movements in one reality to affect you in the other reality it's very confusing um and then get to the end of the puzzle by merging the two realities together as much as you can uh to solve the puzzle and you know maybe there'd be different rooms where you need the bridge to lower down so you need to find what in the other reality makes the bridge lower or what controls oh, that. I see um, but it might not be obvious like it won't be a there's a lever next to the bridge that might yeah. just open a door to the left of it well it in the more, other reality it could be something yeah. completely obscure like like turning on the coffee machine for some reason lowers the bridge in the other reality and it's You're a really game where he's making coffee yeah I, I think he really <laughs> well, needs a cup well, well, one of yeah. your examples have been you make a coffee and something happens <laughs> uh, also you could make you could press a okay you could you could flip the lever in 
one reality and in the other reality it turns on the coffee machine coffee. again <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. but the, the the idea of the game was yeah you you just are in this this room for like 60 seconds and you don't know what the puzzle is yet you don't know what the other reality even even looks like yet but you just do stuff to see what they do and then you go to the other reality and you're like okay i vaguely remember the path i took i I think I did this thing and this thing, and they did these things. They made these things happen in this reality. And it's a game that you have to play it. Like you have to go through the loop like six, seven times before you start seeing the patterns. You start seeing the things that you've been doing in other realities affecting you, or maybe the second reality, whatever. And then mm -hmm. I think we went, again, we went a little bit overboard and said the end of the game is, is when it turns into like three different realities, then four different realities. Um, and that's when it got oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's one of those, like, it, it could be, obviously, we need to come up with more puzzles than turn on the coffee machine. But, <laughs> like, like the first puzzle room could be relatively simple, and then you introduce a new mechanic, then you introduce a new mechanic. And mm -hmm. it, it, with that, that movement of the alternate realities interacting with each other, I think that's how you can start making some unique, cool puzzles in a portal-esque fashion i suppose um and i think it's mm. really cool i yeah. think it'd be really 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 cool um so there you go mind splitter that was a long elevator ride but there's your elevator pitch <laughs> how's everyone feel about that Do we all of us apart from matt here for that one i think we were right james uh, yeah, you, you would have joined us by that, that point yeah. i love that Ruta was here as well okay. and about halfway through said is it real and we didn't know what she was talking about we thought she was just having a crisis in the middle of the episode <laughs> like <laughs> We were talking about timelines the entire time, and then she was like, "No, that's what that's what I want to call it." <laughs> so it was, it was kind of called Mind Splitter. Is it real? Um, yeah, that was like the subtitle. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, what do you think, Matt? What's yeah, your I, I, yeah? I like I like I like the idea of a puzzle game where the main puzzle is to like tease out the relationship between two things or what the yeah. actual puzzle element is. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. I I dig this game. Yeah. Yeah, better than blessed though. I'm... Yeah, I think mechanically, I'm more interested in this one. Uh -oh. uh, not less Maybe. so the, the coffee machine. I, I would remove all the coffee machine <laughs> stuff from the pitch. Yeah, veto and coffee. It's, it's a very like coffee centric universe. It's, it's a... odd. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the objective of the puzzle. You just yeah. need a dang coffee. Mm. That's the that's the very first thing that you do, right? And then it yeah. gets way more complicated. Level after one, that. make a coffee. But it's level two, nuclear reactor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the progression that's that the you curve. need. That's the curve. Um, I, well, I think I, it, I think it's about this. replaces blessed. Wow, I think it has to. I, 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 what is no anyone else for me? No question, mind split is so much better. Yeah. so much more potential for interesting story. And I think when we were talking about the many dimensions at the end. I mean, that just opened it up for me. And I was like, oh, man, we could do so many crazy things with that. Maybe different people so many cups of coffee. interacting with each other. And uh, yeah, I think it's just brilliant. I love it. Wow. Okay. Well, Amazing. So, okay. We've got, we've, got a new, we've got a new winner. We've, we've got, got a new, new number one. So we are now combining, we're now comparing to Mind Splitter the entire way through now. Is it about to be immediately broken? It's about to no. be. If it's not, no. if it's not about to be immediately broken, I'm <laughs> no. fucking I know, nuts. I know what the next game is, and it's not. Because <laughs> what is it? Dungeon Daddy. Yeah, Dungeon Daddy <laughs> and the Crystal of Wisdom. It literally right. I will say so this. <laughs> this game we designed. We came up with this game on the 29th of March. On the 19th of March, the game that everyone says this is already came out. <laughs> wait, what wait, what game does everyone say it is? Legends of the Keepers. It's not that. I don't know why people well, keep saying it, well, it's not it's, that. It's the opposite of that. So, okay. 
<laughs> Dungeon <laughs> Daddy and the Crystal of Wisdom, Matt. But like, is, I mean, just who you are is opposite. Yeah, is a game where you are a ethereal, all-knowing crystal of wisdom. You are the dungeon daddy. Right. And you have these adventuring children that you can send out from all ages, all ages, including <laughs> babies. Uh, they serve a very special role in the game, which I'll get to later. Um, the children, you train them up through little mock trials, through like these these made-up dungeons where you put, oh, like there's a, there's a spike trap here. There's a skeleton guard around this corner. There's, I don't know, a slime wall. They run through it with the most advanced AI that has ever been created in any game. <laughs> okay. Um, so when they run through it, it's it's literally like one of those. I'm not sure if you've seen these videos on YouTube where they say like, "Oh, we we trained an AI to make it through this this machine level learning." Machine learning, yeah. Uh, so the first time through, it just runs through, runs straight into a spike wall. The next time around, it's like, oh, fuck, okay, don't go near the spike wall, that'll kill you. Uh, so they dodge around it. And the more trials you put them through, the more they learn. They can learn them in perk points or whatever mm. and have like a particular skill tree. And then you send them through the actual dungeon. The, the like, no holds barred, here's the dungeon. Like, what you've learned, you have to go through and and... Make it as far as you can. They'll pick up gear as they go, but you are just watching the AI that you've trained through all of these little mock dungeons mm. go through and just make it through. And and there was also a like intuition stat where if they go, if they come across like a spike ceiling trap and you're like, fuck, I never trained them for this. I never trained them for spike ceiling <laughs> trap, then they might just roll like high on intuition and just be like, I've got it. I'm intuitive enough to know how to get through it. And you're like, fuck, yes. <laughs> Yeah, he did it. And getting the AI that you've taught through the dungeon, uh, and if they don't make it, they die. And their essence is brought back to be absorbed into the crystal of wisdom to impart their knowledge to future generations of adventuring right. children. Also, you can send scout babies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> Okay, so it's it's quite mechanically deep, I think. There's quite a lot going on, right? Mm. It feels like definitely like you're kind of getting, oh, <laughs> that, that subjective no objection there. Uh, I just I just worry that the reward of this game is that you sit back and just have to watch a load of stuff happen, which isn't very interesting. Oh, you're wrong. Maybe he's... That's the climax of this game, is that... Is that you your your job is done and you have no interaction and you just watch the ai do it and go yep they sure did it but it's, it's, no. it's like it's like it's like factorio or viscera cleanup detail where the end of the game uh, is just looking upon your work yeah no, but factorio has a goal and so does viscera yeah so does and this. You, you do everything to get to that goal yeah but so does this you put people through training regiments and but give you them just gear. you you just go <laughs> go on and then watch, and then you go, go on again, and then watch, and then you say, oh, go off you go, and watch. Yeah. Okay. I love that. It's, it's like an idle <laughs> I, dungeon crawler game. No, it's not. Well, idle games, you don't do much. My point has no, been made I there. I must say, like, I, again, this is one of those ones that I wasn't on, and this is the first time I'm hearing this pitch, and that's the... That's my initial takeaway. Was well, what do you actually do? Um, so I, I you still watched, mind, okay, still mind a boy me. that you trained from birth 
Complete adoption. I will say, you were right, Tom. It isn't like Legends of the Keepers because that, by the looks of it, has gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, Tom, I'm sorry. I, I, I think do, they, I, I they do, may I, have I, found I, a chink in the armour there. I, I do like the idea of, like, training something being, like, the central mechanic, but then, well, I, I thought I did until I heard this idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's because that, that, it's all, like, I... One of, when when I was on pitch plays earlier in the year, I had a, a few ideas, and one of them was was about a training thing. But then uh, now you've said that, it's like, well, yeah, this game, the only place it ends is with you standing aside and not doing anything, which is just such a duff end of any game. Okay, um, I have a sorry. I have a strong counter argument, a very strong counter argument. The okay. Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure. People love that shit. And all that is oh. is feeding Chow and giving them animals. And then you just watch them that do the race. That's not game, the main right? game. That's a bit of That's like five yeah. minutes. People, no, oh, here you go. Here's people a spend, side quest. People could happily spend hours playing the Chow Garden, right? Uh, well, and, I have, so, and I have. Sonic fans can happily play hours <laughs> oh, no, playing I mean, Chow Garden. It's, we're, not it was we're not talking about rational, it was good. regular it's like, humans right, here. Okay, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi is another thing where it's just... You have a thing, you feed it every now and then. Sure, maybe it's a bit more of an idle game than Tamagotchi, yeah. sure. But like, just in the chair garden, you just watch it do the race. Yeah, you can spam A to do the cheer button, but it doesn't do anything, I don't I think. I feel like if you're using Tamagotchi to back up your case about this game lets you do stuff, I don't think you have a strong <laughs> no, argument. No, okay. I'm talking about the, the, the idea of you've got this thing. It doesn't right. really do anything. You don't really do anything except feed it and clean up its shit. But like, it, that's that's all. It, people fucking love Tamagotchi, and people love the chat. Sonic fans love the Chow Garden. <laughs> but you've got so, to remember okay, when these but things that came out. Ethos is there? Are we saying that this like it could be good? It just needs it needs more. Whereas versus Mind Splitter, that's stronger. Just just on its base concept. Yeah, I yeah. think Mind Splitter is stronger because it's a video game, and um, <laughs> this is more of a like video. I want to point play out, and a thing happens. I think Dungeon Daddy might have been the first time we had a would make would play from everybody, including really? Will, who said he would make it. And, and so it was his idea. Still hasn't. It wasn't his idea. Um, <laughs> still hasn't he, he, no, it was my idea, but he loved it. He he mm. he was he was sold in the first five minutes of the pitch and just said, "Right, okay, I'm done. Is the episode over?" I think. Well, no. I th I, also, but he he uh, had a big lunch. Remember? Um, he, yeah, he had a big lasagna. Yeah. He had a big lasagna. Um, I think on reflection, I, a lot of these ideas, uh, as I you know retake them in, I'm going to be. Mm. More critical of. Um, okay, I'm so not caught we up in the excitement the moment, of the moment. We were a bit yeah. Giddy. yeah, yeah, perhaps just happy to be there. Not like yeah. now. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I also think you're trying to sex the idea up by calling it Dungeon Daddy when fundamentally you're talking <laughs> no. about a crystal. <laughs> no, it's Dungeon Daddy. Dungeon spikes. Daddy. I think Dungeon you're trying Daddy to be a crystal, crystal with wisdom. more personality than it actually has. <laughs> like if I was like when you said Dungeon Daddy I was like okay I'm interested to hear about this Dungeon Daddy character and then you were like it's a crystal and I was like okay, okay thank right. you if you want more okay there was actually more character development for the Dungeon Daddy when the was child that you've trained this entire time gets to the end of the dungeon he goes against the final boss it, it's you <laughs> 
Wait, but you're still a crystal, right? He's done a full right? circle and returned to where he started. I thought this whole deal was you were training him to move away from you, but you, you are the no, end. No, no, he comes back. Your child you train, he wants to destroy the crystal of wisdom. So you then have to defend yourself against the child that you've raised. There's your fucking gameplay. Fuck you, Tom. I think we know the answer. I think I think it's time to. I think it's time to. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. It's, time it's going to work. Okay. Dungeon Daddy versus right. Mind Splitter. Now Mind the, Splitter the next wins. one. It's Mind Splitter. I'm sorry. It's B. Well, I was going to say, by the way. It's 45 <laughs> minutes we've been going. We need to really smash through these quicker. We need yeah. to tear through these. The next one was a pitch by Booth. It was called Don't Die Nasty Warriors. This could be done very quickly. It's literally... Uh, so, like, I can run a- down this one if you want. Okay. You're inside it. the human body uh, and you're, you play as the immune system of a, of a guy and you just react to things that happen. Like he might get stabbed. So you're like, okay, I need to get to the stab wound and, you know, fix up the the wound. If there's any infections coming in, hence the dynasty warriors, because there's a huge amount of blood, yeah. like white blood cells. And that's why it's called don't die nasty warriors, because you don't want him to die in <laughs> a nasty name. way. Yeah. Um, Awful name. I was very proud of that at the time. <laughs> At the time, but it's it, it's a it's a management sim in the human body, right? That's basically yeah, that's yeah. Basically but with it. with a lot Which of I think yeah, you know, sounded great. A lot yeah. of random events, and that's just the person that you're controlling, I suppose, doing stupid shit like falling down a river. Why? But there so was ones where sound... you could choose the body at the start. You could choose the person, so like a businessman wouldn't wouldn't get into a lot of things, but there might be he might take drugs, and you're like, okay, well, I need to control this. Yeah. Thing you have to react I'm not trying to, to it. Link those two <laughs> a, things a together. But. Like, Cast aspersions on businessmen. Yeah. <laughs> a Rimworld okay, so like does that sound better than mind, the body mind splitter with Dynasty oh, Warrior I, level combat? I I do, I do quite like that one. As a yeah. as a setting, yeah, I like the idea of the the different things that can go wrong with the human body, like the potential for different levels. Quite so fun. many, so many things. Yeah. Especially as you get older as well. It reminds me a bit of Inner Space, which is a film I like, so I've got a nostalgic yes, buzz from we, that. We did talk about that. Mm. Okay. I mean, I am I am pro uh I am pro Don't Die Nasty Warriors here. Me too. I really well, like Mind Splitters, Mind Splitters, but I feel like Yeah. I think so, yeah. I feel like just I can just see the game in my head already. Really? Ooh. I'm still Mind Splitter on this one. Uh, uh well yeah, I'm I'm Mind Splitter, Ooh. but that I'm just that's me. <laughs> That's me. Wait, so then that's, that's three, three two. That's three two. So it, it So it, Don't Die Nasty Warriors is currently the best game. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think Jesus so. Right. We have we have a lot more. Okay, so it's, the next episode was a game idea generator. I think we have to skip it because we have no idea what we I what can't remember any of the games no. in that one. The no. next one and they would have all been shit. <laughs> they were all fucking awful. <laughs> they did not the next one is C T Light. It's uh so the letter C, the letter T light, like city mm. lights. <laughs> Um, this was a pitch by Angor Tom uh, who uh, it ended up being a a, a deck building game which I know that Matt loves Mm -hmm. but it's also a city builder where you play down skyscrapers you play down hospitals you play all these different things and I think they had now I think they had adjacency bonuses but I don't know if I'm just thinking of Concrete Jungle which is a game that he said we've just made Concrete Jungle because um, I've played quite a bit of Concrete Jungle and it's pretty good, um, which is a deck building city builder. I can't actually remember what City Light was. 
What's this game basically just concrete jungle? I think that, it accidentally became that because we then had to we we halfway through the episode we looked on Steam to look at it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I, I don't think any of us can actually recall this very well, which means it probably wasn't very. It's not going to win out over Don't Die Nasty Warriors, right? I think no. it. I think it ended up being a very quick, like like five minute city builder that you rapidly progress through. I, I, next one is uh, <laughs> was a pitch by Rithian, and this is called Sean Connery's Sorcerer's Apprentice. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was a VR game where mm-hmm. you are a wizard that could cast all of these spells uh, using a lot of different VR things like the speech recognition and uh, moving your hands in very particular motions. Mm. I think it was a stealth game. It ended up being a stealth game. There were stealth elements, yes. yes. Where you have to try and navigate through the level, collect whatever you collect. Uh, but use So kind of like uh, Dishonored, but you're using spells that you've learned um, essentially, yeah, you're just moving your hand around to create. Uh, it's almost like the mechanic. Do you know? Do you remember Black and White? Where yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, with yeah. the mouse. You create patterns to do little spells. It's that, but in VR, and you're you know, it's combat. And I think the idea was that you you did know every spell, like you could theoretically cast every spell. However, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily know the combinations. But when you see an enemy using that spell, and you're like, okay, he's moving his hand this way, and he's got a fucking Blade coffee machine in his hand. He's got a coffee machine in his hand. <laughs> then that'll cast, that'll cast the instant regeneration spell. And you're like, oh, perfect. Now I know that just by witnessing oh. this dude, this enemy do it. I like that. Um, <clears throat> and you have to make notes. You have to write in-game, in VR, in a notepad, what the spell mm. is. And so your spell book is a custom-made thing that you're just learning by just watching people fight you or watching it, people fight you. Yeah. Story or of revenge. Maybe you could have custom spells as well. Uh, didn't didn't your like wizard oh, didn't your wizard dad die or something and you went you and you lost the book? Oh yeah, yes, because the dad was played by Sean Connery. Yeah, that that's was where it. the name came from. And that's, and that's where you get and your you're, you're the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was very much a story based, you know, as you would expect from with in a story based game where you are a VR wizard or a wizard and it's played in VR. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for me, like I I, I hate to mark things down because it's VR. But for me, any game where I have to have the extra effort to put the headset on and I don't know. So, so no VR games is what you're saying there. Because that's that's um, really all VR is, is the thing you yeah, have to put the head. The one yeah. requirement for VR is a headset. I mean, it, it's not going to beat Don't Die Nasty Warriors. It's not going to beat Don't Die Nasty Warriors. Oh, no, I don't think it for, does. For me. Uh, I mean, Matt, are you, are you much yeah, of a I, VR? I, I like the idea of like learning the hand movements from watching other enemies, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I t- also, with with the, the recent demise of Sean Connery, it just feels a bit crass. Yeah. Well, yeah, at the time, yeah, we didn't know. Good, that's a good point. Uh, it feels like a cash uh, now, like, this, it? this is very much you know. a pre-Connery death pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, it well, was. Um, now, this <laughs> one, this okay, next so episode... That's not, that's not one. Yeah, we had a lot of pre event episodes now this one is called go outside it's great outside there's no coronavirus here no it's not it's um it's called <laughs> bib boys in black i think that translated boys, to and this was, was it, yeah. this was an alex pitch and i'll be honest i cannot remember this game i can right this is when we introduced so, xcom a lot yeah i i of course it was yeah i thought this was i really like this one uh, it was your idea <laughs> i think this one was fantastic um basically you just play 
it's set in um 19 i think it was 1950s or like uh maybe no it was just it was po- yeah post war america basically post second world war and um you play at the very beginning of the creation of uh the, the men in black and all this like the the secret government agency basically when you yeah. first discovered the aliens and these other not just aliens but lots of other kinds of weird creatures exist and it's uh, it's very, it's like imagine, imagine something like L.A. Noir, but you have the entire kind of American uh, landscape. Like it's it, like you're driving from town to town. It's almost like a road movie style thing. You're going from town to town. You're investigating. Like you're looking at local newspapers, and you're being like, oh, there's a bit, the crop circles have been here. Let's go and investigate this. This is our next mission to do. And you have to go to this town and speak to local people. Get some get information oh, on what I, kind of creature it might be. I remember it being behind you. I remember it being kind mm. of uh, Disco Elysium-y as well, and that there were multiple stages to each investigation where there was discovery, containment, and then cover-up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the cover-up being that you have to find out ways so whether that just comes down to like wiping the memories of, of uh, people that, who were involved in it or whether it's um, you know pay, paying certain people off. Or, you or know, like framing someone. and Yeah. But it's, it's a yeah three-stage thing where basically each mission involves that. You go to a town, you find out what it is, you deal with you contain it, and then you cover it up. And there's just some kind of wider story, I guess, that connects the whole thing. It's, does it sound quite similar to the, the XCOM spin-off, The Bureau? <laughs> yep. I think we mentioned that <laughs> several mentioned times that. in the episode. Which is a, which is a, oh. a 1960s set third-person no, shooter is, spin-off. No, this is 50s. So this so. is... No, and clearly part of the men in black universe pre oh, yeah. before so they were before they were men they were boys yeah perhaps it would be yeah um yeah so uh any <clears throat> anyone with me on this I, I like it i think it, if it was like a very heavily text-based rpg like disco elysium i think you know talking to yeah. particular people choosing the when to actually or, or, or maybe getting to the um the monster or the mystery early means the cover-up is easier maybe it gets to a point where you can't contain it so there's no cover-up and it's like well fuck yeah and the the game ends when aliens or this mystery becomes fact i think that was the idea um yeah, yeah that was it yeah when people are aware of the when people of believe it the, the local general um, public yeah and i i think it there, there's a cool story in there i think it's just a i think we've got a story we've got a kind of a story uh but it's just figuring out what the game actually is Let's just call it just Disco Elysium. Game, yeah. Essentially, Mystery LA Noir X Files. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, I can understand. I can understand if this isn't gonna if this isn't gonna get very far because I still feel like Don't Die Nasty Warriors is is the most game right out of most of the ones we've discussed so far. <laughs> yes. Uh, there isn't a huge amount of gameplay to be discussed in this. Uh, so I disagree wholeheartedly, but sure. I, I like. I'm, I'm with you. I, I would happily choose this. I just don't think anyone no, else no, is No, no. I'm going saying to. Dungeon Daddy's still my best. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I no. I like. I like Bib. I. You're right. There isn't yeah. as much like in terms of like a game podcast to like grip onto. It's more like the story. But I mean, I love the X Files and being able to be like 1950s men in black, boys in black. Sounds great. I want to play that game. So maybe I, I vote right. for this well, one. Yes, right, so that's, that's two. my vote. My, my vote. Is anyone else? Is anyone else gonna gonna tip the scales? Or mm. I don't it think it, I just I just don't think it does. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the setting, but <laughs> I, I, I just don't, I can't really see it enough. 
Okay. Okay. Well, that's, it, that's fine. I, I can go with that. Look, if you're looking for gameplay, then look no further than Mark <laughs> Humes' uh, addition to the podcast in Terminal 1, the tutorial. Um, now, this was, <clears throat> this was, imagine everything. <laughs> Every action film. Every action film ever made that we turn it into a game. You are an engineer in an airport. Who's trying to? Who who doesn't fight? Does it doesn't really know how to use a gun? Can't really do any, you know, hand to hand combat or anything like that. But you know what you can do? You can craft like a motherfucker. You can build traps. You can build very complicated traps using just things that you scavenge from around the airport. I think is what because, it ends up being because the terrorists yes. have taken over the airport. The terrorists oh, have taken also, over the airport. It's, you have 24 hours because you have cancer and that's why it's called terminal because yeah. you're also terminally ill and it's in an airport. And I think it doesn't have to be cancer. It can just be a, it could be a non-specific terminal. Okay. You have a non-specific terminal illness. Terminal illness. <laughs> you're going to die in the next 24 um, hours. Yeah. Alternate yeah. titles. I actually know I'm not going to say because everyone gets angry at me because of how what? bad that pun was. <laughs> Gatwick. Gatwick. You play as John Wick's brother. Gatwick. In, in the airport. In Gatwick, See, I imagine. That's how well that joke went down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's Home Alone um, okay. in, in an airport. Home Alone Die Hard, right? That was the, yeah. the kind of the vibe of it. Um, it's weird because you I said mean, this was every action film ever, but it sounds specifically like Die Hard 2. Uh, well, no. Also, <laughs> yeah, I'd say it sounds like Die Hard 2 and no other action films. No, it's, it's also... Um, yes. It's also, there are other action films. It's also that one where he's, uh, his heart has been... What, what is it? It's um, Crank. Oh, Crank. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crank. It was yeah. also Crank and also Home Alone, that famous action movie. It's and a bit of dead Jason Statham just went on a crafting rampage. Because <laughs> 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 nothing gets you pulse racing just like running crafting. through a hobby craft. Heavily like, dead oh. rising influenced. <laughs> All right, so what I'm hearing is uh, this one is not for you, Matt. Uh, I, d- I, I, don't, I don't mind it. It's, it's a bit... Nah, let's say no. No. <laughs> okay, now the reason we called the tutorial, yeah. by the way, was because there was just too much to add into it. So this was Terminal One. The next, the next one, Terminal Two, would have been Terminal Two Level One. Um, yeah. Well, you'd have to play as a son because you you yeah. die yeah. anyway, right? Or was, do you have to get the antidote? I don't. I, know. Can't, I, can't I don't remember. know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was. It was everything. Fucking, uh, well, okay. So from from this uh, from Terminal, uh, then we go on to we have another guest one, right? Yeah. This yeah. is uh, Chris Trot of Hat Films and High Rollers fame. Uh, he pitched Mythbusters, not that one, uh, which was <laughs> which was which was basically a slightly different take on Bib or Boys in Black. Sorry, however, he uh, hadn't listened to the episode Boys in Black. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you were you were wizards, basically. It was it was kind of like a Harry Pottery universe. Well, it was like connecting all the different fantasy it worlds. Was, yeah, right? you, you, you hunt down mythical creatures. Um, where the there's I it, well oh no you had to you had to stop people from writing books because the books were coming true mm. and becoming reality and so, yeah, so, so like Lovecraft wrote a book and all of a sudden Cthulhu is starting to invade the world and you have to try and stop that from happening so you enter the minds of authors trying to stop them from writing about things too dangerous so guiding them through their own dreams and their own thought palaces to stop them from writing stories. 
that would end up destroying the world. <laughs> but you have to like fight Cthulhu and Medusa and <laughs> yeah, this is, so it was a bit where I was like, I have to play XCOM because again, it was like you've got a world map and you can see on the map where the different courts yeah, and there was an overarching yeah, uh, like avatar project. And I was like, okay. There was like X amount of days until the breach happens and all these yeah. creatures come through. The, um, the, the publishing, uh, it should have been called because that's when all their books came out. <laughs> I, it's, I, th- I think there's something sinister about a game where your, your end goal is basically to crush people's creativity. <laughs> Censorship yeah. the game. And basically yeah. go into the heads of history's most famous authors, <laughs> ruin their creative process and make them produce really inert fiction. However, <laughs> it's, it's what you need to do to save yeah, the world. Yeah, it's almost propaganda about it. But it's, is that the world you want to live in? Yeah, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would see it more from that perspective. I, I don't know. I don't know if... I don't, it's not their fault that their creations are going to come to life. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, no true. that's true. However, it is their fault that these creations exist in the world uh, because they came up with them. Yeah, but... but they, they don't realise that. They're just being creative. Uh, oh, no, but there was a faction of people who knew about it and started writing some really, really twisted shit. I remember that. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe those so they knew they were coming to life. Is that better? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not—it's not, it's not quite as—it's fu- not quite as fun, is it? I don't know. It's a—it's difficult getting the balance of like f- fun and ethics in this particular one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can—I can understand. I, I don't think I'm going to be necessarily on board with any game that that uh, that encourages the destruction of uh, books and <laughs> creativity. <laughs> All right. Maybe well. That's, um, okay. I, I think that's that's the guaranteed. Uh, we've still got. Uh, a leader in this one so let's go on mm-hmm. to carry on the theme of ethics and go with your very own matt castle i love you the kidnapper uh, so maybe you- matt matt you should describe this one to the to the listeners uh yeah this one's slightly confusing because the title hint reveals a twist at the end <laughs> I, I you know what i mentioned this once is that i come up with these cool like these titles sometimes and they're already spoiled by the title of the podcast so there's no reveal or like no the idea yeah. is that you want to know how the fuck we got to that point yeah. Yeah, that's true so this this is about an a very aging hitman and because he's aging and his body's failing him and his mind's failing him, instead of leveling up, he's leveling down. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he's like losing power. So the difficulty curve comes from dealing with a, uh, a, a an ever more decrepit hero. Um, but in the story, he is hunting down a kidnapper who has kidnapped his son. And there is a mechanic throughout the game where you can choose to like remember uh, parts of your family life or maintain your kind of grip on your you know physical abilities and you know the idea is that most people would keep hold of their physical abilities and it's not until they get right at the end that they realize they no longer have the memories required to identify their son from the kidnapper, kidnapper. Yeah. and one potential outcome of this is that you can end up killing your son and living with the kidnapper who you think is your son and (laughs) which you then utter the immortal line I love you the kidnapper I love the fact the person who kidnapped your son while he's along with it it wasn't the line it was I love you son and then the kidnapper says I think you mean that's right don't you mean I love you the kidnapper (laughs) 
That's yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I know that you have a, a personal attachment to this, but I have to agree that it's better. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the twist. I, I love a twist. Yeah. <laughs> but even the gameplay is interesting because you choose yeah. between yeah. being able to either like solve something in the world through um, memory or maintaining mm. you know a skill it's a but just the fucking mm. end is great the thing is well, this, this like, if, if you win the game and you do save your son you never have the I love you the kidnapper and the name yeah. makes you yeah. no <laughs> well that's fine it's like it's like train spotting right um, you say I love your son and he says yes I am your son <laughs> Thank you for your love. <laughs> and that's the ultimate name of the game, maybe. That's the subtitle yeah, name. What a warm relationship yeah. they have. <laughs> Thank this you one, for this your one, love. I think, <laughs> <laughs> this has to be the best one because it's like so far, it, it has it has a lot of things. It has the things that most of the games don't have both of, which is good gameplay and a good story, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never seen like a reverse skill beats. tree, so I think that sounds great. Yeah, well, there That's is there unique. is a. I think we I mean, mentioned I, this I, in I, the episode. There is a Souls-like game, boss rush kind of game, where every boss you beat, you lose an ability. Um, so later bosses are harder because of it. So uh, that is, I think that's that's what we mentioned. It's in the taking episode. it and then doing something. Yeah, like it's doing something narratively interesting with it as well. I think. Yeah, and it's like as, as much as I like the idea of the, man- the management sim in the human body, which has lasted a long time. I should have actually <laughs> yeah. gone through many episodes. Yeah, uh, I done. think this has to win out. Like, is I, it, is I, it, I feel like else? I should step aside and I shouldn't really have any input. Oh, no, I, 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 I have to say yes. this idea. If anything, playing Cyberpunk recently, where actually I had the same problem with the, with the power curve, where I had so many upgrades in so many different areas, I just felt completely mm. generic by the end of it. Mm. And it, it reminded me, ah, yes, I love you, the kidnapper. That, that game where you are reduced to a really singular hero, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> I, I, right. like, I so like I it. Think, I yeah, like the it. new champion? Yeah. I, I, I don't think yeah. we should go into this as a new champion just because it's hilarious. <laughs> but because I, I think it had some genuinely good mechanics. I in think it. it's genuinely a cool mechanic in there. Right. Just yeah. getting weaker and weaker as time goes on. Right. All right. What's next? Up next is Spiffing Brits, Eddie Stobart's Global Domination. You like simulator games? This was nuts. Well, here you go. Have <laughs> all of them combined. So this was open TTT, like business management, like yeah. on a global scale. And you also have a bit of Euro truck sim in there. Um, you basically, you can start a corporation or you can start as a worker. If you start a corporation, you hire workers on who are real people who do real like routes and deliveries. Yeah. And you Where try and build a, a global empire. Uh, you can then zoom in and zoom in on that trucker who's playing truck sim, driving that. Maybe you need stuff transported by train. There's people playing train sim. It's um, kind of like a, an everything sim. Yeah. I almost feel like this one should be disqualified because it's clearly never going to exist and like could never. Like the idea of it, it's just too no, big. It's no, like just saying, no, how about every game ever? No, none of these games are ever going to exist. No one's going to fucking make any of these. Are you kidding? Yeah, but, but like, some of them might actually like be able to be made. Like well, I, I, no, I could be a I think, I, what's I, a think cool I pretty much glo- glossed over the whole premise. It's yeah. build a company or be a worker in a company until you can make up enough money to make your own company and hire people. However, they're real people doing real deliveries and stuff. However, yeah. wherever so the game is sold is uh, also localized specifically to that area. So if you're playing in Britain, there's people playing in America right now, and eventually there'll be an expansion pack that unlocks all of the world so that people from America can trade with Britain and then or Britain mm. with Australia or whatever. And then there's another expansion pack where for some reason you go to Mars... It was uh, you went into the future, I and then now it was fun, in, yeah. it was like 
interstellar <laughs> oh yeah and then there was the politics business. upgrade uh, uh, expansion where people could then decide the prices of all of these items and it then there'd be really an entire subset of company it sounds really boring but it was a spreadsheet simulator basically yeah. so let's just say it's not better than i love you the kidnapper and move on sure i think i think that's fair <clears throat> up next is the foley of man which was a remember the game the movies i think it was called yeah. Um, it was mm. that, but you are a Foley artist who is given a load of different um, uh, films and scenes with no sound at all, or maybe there's just dialogue or whatever, but just a very basic scene, no sound added to it. And you are in your Foley studio making sounds for the game. So you just pick up an apple, throw it against the wall. Wow, that sounds great. But then record the, your own. the scene or record your own. Um, mm. And it's just a game where you can make the Foley sounds for a ton of different scenes. Uh, there's yeah. games like this that already exist where you just do the voiceovers or maybe act in the scenes with a Kinect uh, webcam or whatever. Yeah. But this is one where you just are a Foley artist and you just play as a Foley artist we, we were making split, sounds we? for scenes. We, we were split on whether it's like VR and you've got the tools <clears> and you do the actions or if you just you only have the mic and you do it all with your voice. I think my initial pitch was, yeah, you literally, you're just, you've just got your microphone playing it on a PC and you just pick up stuff from around your actual room to make all these sounds and just try and there was also there was also a party mode where uh, if you play this at a party then certain people are like oh I've got to do this I've got to do these noises and people just make the noises with like their mouth or whatever and it could be a fun game where you listen back to this scene and mm. it's just this yeah. this cacophony of awful noises but you can pinpoint <laughs> hang on wait for the time when this dude makes an incredible fart noise <laughs> We wanted to like, uh, basically like the idea of like a leaderboard almost with like you could upload your clip and then people would vote on which like clips they yeah. like the most and then you know you'd be like oh they did the best yeah sounds. I imagine but that some people could do it really seriously it would be awesome Foley artist the game that's yeah. basically what the Foley how of man that, was how's that sit with you Matt uh, I yeah I quite like the idea of of uh, entering that world and particularly the. I'm, I'm more interested in uh, the making the sounds in the game rather than record, recording sounds outside the game because then it just becomes a, a weird bit of audio software. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. what Chris said, actually. It's just a audio software engine. But not if, if it's in-game and it's... But you'd have to have, like, amazing audio simulation to, to, to mimic all the sounds. <laughs> that was so the other make, problem. Because otherwise, <laughs> it's just you're just playing the the preset Apple on walls sound that they've recorded for the game. So everyone's sound, scenes will just sound the same. Everyone will be like, "Oh, it's that Apple sound effect mm. that we've all got." That's true. But if it was like physics in enabled and the sound yeah. came out was genuine, um, yeah, you, uh, yeah, I'd probably be up, probably be into this. Uh, there was but also is it better? There was also a third game mode, just to quickly jump in there. There was a third game mode where it was like uh, SingStar or Just Dance or Twitch Sings or whatever, where you have one (laughs) take to record the entire thing. You you see the sound coming up and you have to really quickly do all the sounds Mm. um, and then see what you come up with at the end. And that's what the party mode kind of thing came from, I think. (laughs) So yeah, Foley of Man versus currently... uh, I love love you, the kidnapper. I, I, I think Foley's great, but I don't think it. Beats. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's kidnapper. Yeah, uh, it's got to be. Yeah, I, I have to agree. <laughs> you you <laughs> have to. You have yeah. to agree. I remember this uh, episode specifically because Daft put out a tweet saying this is our worst episode, <laughs> and I was like, "What? 
I didn't hate it. No. I liked it. But, um, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Well, next. that's because he hadn't heard the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Burn. Tom's favourite. <laughs> uh, the next episode, the next episode was episode, from yeah, Grace Bruxner, the creator of Frog Detective, who pitched yeah. Murder You Wrote. Have you ever played Episodes, the app? That's the end of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so the game, like Tom hated this because his pet hate, which which I think began with began with uh, Ravs's episode here, which is basically having a game and then just reskinning it. it a bit, which yeah. is essentially what she's done here. Not to say I don't like I don't like it, but so episodes, Matt. If you if you're not aware of it or anyone listening, is it's just an app where you um, it's kind of like a little like there are little ro- romance stories basically. Uh, it's, it's choices like little you've definitely seen an ad for it you can yeah um and the, but yeah the, the the hook of it is that you can make your own so you right. can make them completely bizarre and weird you can add you can have like lots of different just weird things and characters happen and just like some people just make them all about just like awkward social interactions and things and just stupid dialogue and like and and some people just can make a living from just like selling their episode stories right. um it's that it's that big i didn't i didn't realize before she described it to us but it's absolutely huge and so her idea was was that, but instead of kind of romantic stories, it's sexy murders. Yeah, uh, murders, but they're sexy. Alan murder, she wrote. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, not, not sexy murders, like the, but it's murders, but, you know, with sexy people. Um, because all the people in episodes are attractive. That's the thing, right? So all yeah. the characters, they always look attractive. Because I think that's yeah, the only yeah. models you it's can choose. So like, they have like to be sexy Daddy, murders. Kind of, that's how I'm imagining it. Yeah. That kind of, you know, very, mm. very... Very well drawn, lovely looking people. Now, oh, well, we, we wanted to I make as much money as possible from the players. So we had, uh, wasn't it like coins crime based coins on, or yeah, crime coins or crime something? Coins. Yeah. It was very much right. how yeah. much money can we make from players? I mean, Moving this on. game basically already exists, <laughs> but it's reskinned, right? I don't think any of us are going to actually let. No, I, I, no. I, I, I didn't dislike it. It was episodes, but with murder. The next one. Um, is, oh, we just okay. Fair enough. Oh, it's not going to win, and I refuse to let it win. Alchemy the Harmacist um, was the next one. Alchemy hey, the Harmacist. Right. Now, this was again. This came out a week before Potionomics was uh, revealed at the Xbox show, whatever it was. Yeah, we didn't and know this Potionomics existed. It was, it was very, very, very similar. Now, Alchemy the Harmacist was a game where you run a potion shop. In again, quite a papers please style, where people come to you with their their. Uh, I, I need a love potion. I think is what we kept saying in this one. Or I need a potion that will make me stronger because I'm about to do a fight. And you mm-hmm. can say, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you this this potion and uh, and like this 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 strength potion. You give it to a knight, and then later on, this other guy comes in and he's like, oh, I've got a fight against this guy later. I think he's. He's managed to get this potion. You kind of listen to their stories and you listen to their dialogues and who they are and what they're going to do with these potions through the different people that come into the shop and just talk to you. And you kind of decide how the stories progress. Like, yeah, do I make this potion? Awesome. Great. Sure, I do. And that progresses the story for this one particular person. But maybe then, yeah, like if you have two people come in and they've got these conflicting uh, arguments, you kind of pick a side. Or maybe you make a dud potion for one guy and a great potion for another person, so you can guarantee how their story progresses. And uh, eventually the king recruits you and forces you to make loads of potions 
for their army or make loads of uh, ailments or whatever to, to make sure they're ordering ingredients as well, right? <clears throat> yeah, so you have to make choices. And it was a cooking mama style potion making thing as well. And yeah. because a lot of them cause bad things to happen to people, you're a harmacist. That was the, the that was the pal. and then we needed a name and you're an alchemist so he was called Alchemy. That sounded Ooh. like a grunt of pain from Matt there. <laughs> the name. That's how you know it's a good pun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Is this one not? Is this one not? Is this one not? Uh, yeah, I, I just can't really. I, I just can't really envision it. Um. But I know this is all going to sound really self-serving because every game I'm like, nah, <laughs> it's like, oh, he just wants freaking Kidnapper to win. And that's not true. Like, I want there to be a better game than I Love You, the Kidnapper, but I don't think this is it. I I like this, but it's not. Uh, yeah, I agree. Come it's on. not I Love You, Come the Kidnapper. On. Is anyone going to disagree? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I don't, I, I don't think so. I agree. Do you want me to skip All ahead right. just to the next one that I think might actually be a contender? We, we, we will be skipping a few episodes if I do this. What's the next? Oh, I think I know which the next one is. Yeah, yeah, okay, do it, do it. Okay, so Outer Isles was an Alex pitch. I I enjoyed it. I think it ended up being the Robinson Crusoe board game. It was kind of cool. William Pugh pitched a game called the Tom Hanks Simulator. I'm not even going to begin to try and recap that one. That, <laughs> that was, was a, just listen to it if you're vaguely just interested. To that it. was if just you want to listen to a one-hour-long fever dream, listen to that. Um, <laughs> Up next, okay, this is a contender, I think. This is Simon Clark's Eye of the Storm. Dr. Simon Clark's mm. Eye of the Storm, sorry. Now, this mm. one was a well, battle royale well, game well. where you are driving in a kind of Mad Max-esque uh, desert racing thing with these weird, like, me- uh, mesh-together rigs. rigs um, like, you know, made up of, like, barbed wire and spikes and all of these things. Very Mad Max style. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea of the game is that you're running away from this dust storm, this dust cloud that is slowly closing around you, kind of like a Battle Royale game. Um, and you've got guns on your vehicles. You can shoot the other opponents. If they fall into the storm, they're eliminated. You want to get as far ahead as you can so you're not far away from the dust storm behind you. You don't want to get too far ahead because that'll make you the target of everybody else. If you stay back and close to the storm, you can pick up scrap, which you can use to maybe upgrade your vehicle or maybe just repair your vehicle. Uh, There's loads of different types of vehicles that you can play as. Bike is one of them. Um, Chris, bike (laughs) is one of them. Or you can play on a four-person big rig and it's kind of like guns of icarus style or that vr game that i never played where you've got some people on the guns some people on one person in the driving seat one person repairing or whatever so you can Mm -hmm. go into it as a squad or you can go against the solo players who are on you know single person vehicles um which i think was a very important thing that i wanted to push for because Sometimes you can't find a squad of people to play these games, so you wanted this to play is where on your own. There was a yeah. very heated argument. <clears throat> there was a very heated about argument how... about how bikes work, but, that but whatever. Change the it doesn't game, change the idea of the game. Uh, as the dust cloud closes, <laughs> it's like this tornado of dust around you. You can see the way you know how many people have been eliminated is by seeing them swirling around in this mist in the distance. And I thought that was really fucking cool. Mm. And you just want to be the last man standing in a battle royale style to to be the last racer in a Mad Max, Desert Wasteland, Destruction Derby, all chaos, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, it, I, I think this is better. Yeah, I have to I'm agree. Sorry, I, I think I, this, I've, I've been I waiting for this. us to come to this because this, you know, I love this game so much. I, I don't play Battle Royales, but I will play this. I will play the shit out of this game. 
I want it. <laughs> it just sounds yeah. so just crazy. I don't know. Like Matt, like, like okay, of course, you're, of course, you're biased. Well, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm a professional <laughs> critic. I can, you know, I can raise above such things. It's 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 fine. I I. I do like I like I like the the pitch of the storm. Uh, I, I like that there's a bit more thought in the the kind of chasing wall thing, which is which mm-hmm. is a, a fun way of evolving the battle royale. I'm not sure the actual like dynamic of it is that different from other battle royale games, though. It, is it? Well, it's ca- true. There's there's a kind of like a twisted metal <clears throat> style play gameplay there where. You're just driving around, like I mean, you, like it can't be that different from a battle royale, right? Because battle royales are basically all just the same. It's just you know x mm. amount of people come in and one. Yeah, but just the idea, person... that, like, oh, there's drama closer to the storm because there's stuff, you know, rarer stuff you can collect or whatever. I've seen, you know, that's you know, that's 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 not that unusual. And... I feel like yeah, the word tr- battle royale might be doing this a dis- disservice. I, yeah, I feel I think, think it's more... a destruction derby because yeah, that's well, essentially like the same a, thing. Uh, a uh, but moving constantly. What's elimination race is another one as well. Where if you're in last place at the end yeah. of this race, you're eliminated. If you're in last place at the end of this lap, then you're eliminated. I think that is another way of looking at it. It's more a racing okay. game than a battle royale game. Where mm, yeah, if, okay. if you're too slow, you're eliminated. Like Micro Machines is is that sort of thing as well, mm. but not quite. Um, yeah, if if you're too slow, yeah, you get eliminated, and you want to be the last man standing. Of- just going like hyper speed. I've been playing a lot of Burnout Paradise again recently and the races on that are so much fun. Just like the idea of being able to like just, just even just watching collisions, just watching cars be destroyed at, at, at very high speeds is, is just really fun. <laughs> uh, I, it, for me. It, it does feel to me like someone specifically Dr. Simon Clark watched uh, the recent Mad Max and went, I like that scene where there's the sandstorm. <laughs> And that's fair enough. It's a good scene, but <laughs> you know, like, like, will it will it stick a, a, a dagger in your ribs when you find out that your boy is a, in fact a kidnapper? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that's what I put to you. Okay, you're like, all right. Uh, what about this? Because personally, I I also love this game. Don't get me wrong. I love I love you, the kidnapper. I love I love I love I love mm-hmm. right. But now, would you be annoyed if we did vote? And said, no, I not, not at all. Like, it's like, if anything, I've got a better pitch later on coming up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got a chance to like, take the top spot yet again. I, I didn't want to see my two babies battling it out. That's true. That's true. You need a buffer. Don't make me choose. Well, I vote Eye of the Storm. Okay. I love it. I'm, I'm I, I Eye really of the like Storm. It. I'm Eye of the Storm. James, yeah. I feel like you were Eye of the Storm, right? Yeah, 100%. So that's basically Chris. Uh, I mean, what, what it are doesn't you really ma- It doesn't matter. It doesn't, three really be- ma- it doesn't even matter, actually, but... Honestly, very contested because I really do enjoy the mechanics of I Love You the Kidnapper and I quite like the ideas that were put forward in Eye of the Storm. So, I mean, either or. I'm going to abstain, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay, well, Eye of the Storm is now the current champion. Tom, I think I agree with you. I think we should. Maybe Let's maybe you can just very quickly do I'll, a couple I'll, of like, I'll, you know, just like one sentence basic ideas until you stop on one that you think is a contender. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the next one was Hitman the Masquerade, uh, which is a pitch that my brother sent in, which was, I can't remember, <laughs> I remember that uh, Chris <laughs> fucking Hitman hated it. Vampire, right? Also, I, I, I really, I think, insulted your brother. <laughs> I think it, it started as a really good pitch. And I remember when we got to the end of the episode, I was like, I don't understand why Chris didn't like that. I then got a message off my brother that said, what the fuck did you do to my game? So <laughs> we messed up somewhere along the line there. 
Hirian Flax, uh, in the next episode, he pitched an episode that was uh, it was called Definitely Not Heat of the Moment, which is a I I don't know how that I relates think we were to what this was. For a time um, to, yeah. But this was a mafia um, management game where you send your goons out to different places. <clears throat> but the combat was the main thing where it was done in such a way where it was almost pause combat uh, where you just give everyone an action for what they're going to do for the next turn, where you say, right, this guy's going to swing for a punch, this guy's going to grab the tape, the, the chair, this guy's going to try and smash this bottle over this dude's head, very much in like a bar brawl fashion. But um, mm -hmm. And then you press play and you see... How does that turn play out? Maybe the guy mm. swings, but the guy he's swinging for ducks, so you accidentally punch your teammate. Or something like that. Um, it sounds like the John yeah. Wick game. It mm. sounds like, yeah, it sounds I like think uh, it, yeah. that. It's I think it yeah, was yeah, very... You're just queuing up moves. It was very related which to you that. Don't have, um, yeah. But there was but, the management sim side of it as well. There was and the management then, sim there was side of it. also it, one where characters had traits. So if, you, if, yeah, if the character saw someone, win. they would automatically attack rather than... So you couldn't give them a like they hesitate had, they, yeah, command. They, like they would just be like a bloodlust for... <laughs> Um, yeah. I think I think it was a cool game. Next? However, I don't think it's necessarily a contender. Feng Shui I uh, was an Alex pitch, which was a Tetris. <laughs> Feng Shui I was great. Was it okay? In that case, Alex, go for it because I don't really remember this one. I'll be honest. Uh, it was basically like have you ever played Islanders? If anyone's uh, played Islanders, basically it's just uh, um, you have you start off with an island and you have little packs of things that you have to build. You can build buildings and you get adjacency bonuses. So if you put a wheat field next to a distillery or something, you get points for it. And then once you've filled up the island as much as you can, um, it, you move on to the next island. And it's just a very chill, relaxing game it's basically that but for tiny houses you're building tiny houses and interiors was, and then at the, the end yeah interiors the end from the the feng shui i came about because i we were talking about feng shui and the way feng shui mm. works is that it's about flow so i was saying at the end you run a, a water simulation but you don't see it through it and then you get graded on how good your flow is in the room as well <laughs> it's a very casual yeah. So not exciting I mean, I, just yeah. sit back I and like relax the, I think this is quite a I think there was also game. an idea you were designing for clients as well and they had particular they tags had, and yeah. every every piece of furniture had a mm. tag assigned to it like oh this is you know very foresty or this one's quite quite open and clean and yeah. minimal or whatever and you have to try and adhere to their design brief-ish mm. uh, while building your tiny interior. So you don't have a huge amount of space to put things in. You're trying to build the best you can while keeping the flow of the place built as well. Um, yeah. I like this, but I think if you were to present <clears throat> to a focus testing group, you have a choice of two games. One is a twisted metal race of destruction against the sandstorm, <laughs> and the other one is about They're placing sofas. I think you'd probably be more into the... I think you'd find more takers for the sandstorm. Yeah, I enough. think that's a very good... I'm yeah. happy to concede that one. Okay. Um, uh, what's, what's next? Up next is Sips's uh, famous Dude Sim Alaska, which... I mean, can we do this? It's can just, we do this? I don't, I don't think we'll go too deep into this because uh, if we throw it out, people are going to get angry. <laughs> if it wins, people will expect it. Let's pretend it never happened. It was a awesome survival game where you're a dad who just decides, I'm going to go live in Alaska. Um, are you actually a yeah. dad or are you a giant crystal? <laughs> no, you are a dad. <laughs> you are actually a dad. Okay, that's good. You've well, already got bonus points you from don't, me. You're Extra not just point, a dad. Yeah. You're, you're, you can be male or female, but you're a dude because being a dude is a way of life. It's yeah. not. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It's not, yeah, yeah. 
based on um, gender. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to spend the entire time chainsawing down trees and building a road, fuck it, go ahead. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it was it's kind just... of similar to William Pugh's. It's a, it's an hour of of uh, Sips talking about what his ideal game would be. His ideal survival game. It was, it it was just yeah. yeah, it was every survival game combined into one. It ended up kind of being a kind of makeable game, uh, surprisingly. Mm. But however, it's a it's a little bit every survival game, which doesn't really doesn't really work. The next one, uh, we spoke about tiny teams a lot, but then we uh, pitched dot execution, which actually ended up what being was that? a lot better. Well, a lot. I think it turned out a lot better than um, I expected it to. It was a game where you, oh fuck, I've forgotten actually. <laughs> Sounds great, mate. Uh, it was a game where you uh, go through Google Maps to solve crimes. Oh, that uh, was it. Yeah, it was Google a world. Maps one. It was a world in which Google Maps was updated. I think hourly, and you had to navigate through these interiors of different through. buildings. You can scrub through the different times, and you have to try and solve the mystery and solve the crime. Going through Google Maps and navigating it's basically the world like that. Google Map Brain Dance <laughs> from Cyberpunk. Mm. Yeah, now the Brain Dance is actually a thing in Cyberpunk. I think that's what Doctor Execution there first. was. We were there first. They clearly. Well, what day was that podcast? Months. That was uh, August sixteenth. So just a Definitely. few months after their first. That's second, why they delayed it because they heard they heard the podcast and were like, "We need to have that feature." Yeah, we need to have that and feature then they delayed and then it. use it so only it's twice in the entire game. That the bugs mm-hmm. are um, in there. <laughs> so that was a uh, dot execution. Any any immediate thoughts on that? No? All right, moving on. Carry on my wayward son. Carry on my wayward son was another Hitman game. I tried to take another uh, hit at Hitman. That was a bad idea. Chris hated it. Help, I'm trapped in a house. Um, was another game was in which another it was... Was this another one of yours? Was this the Fallout thing? This was another one of the, mine. The four Guys? No, that was not at four, four Guys just yet. I can't. I feel like this was the episode where we just talked about reality shows for like an hour, and I couldn't remember the name. I don't think of... that ended up being a game. Not really, no. <laughs> no, I don't think. It is, did. This, is this a game title or just a cry for help that you hid in the podcast? I don't remember this, this one was, either. This was a good few months into into the the whole COVID situation. It's weird so, yeah. that I'm remembering the older episodes more than the relatively recent episodes, but but that's when we had you know life and joy. Still, yeah. <laughs> we had Spunk and Moxie, like I keep bringing up. Right. Totally accurate War Commanders was a pitch mm-hmm. from Shane, a listener, uh, that was you are a you're commanding a war from the distance, from a distance in a tent in a I don't know, a couple miles away or whatever. You're receiving reports on a radio, and I think it's just listening to how the reports are coming in, and you're trying to update your map to say, okay, cool, I think my commanders are in this area. If they say it was successful that they pushed forward through this area, then perfect. This is where they are on the map. So then you give them further commands and you're trying to navigate this map using just radio commands and listening to their, you know, their their update on the mission progress. Do you remember that TV show that was on? Yeah, it's why it was called Totally Accurate War Commanders. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> it, was, it was yeah, it was basically yeah. that game. Y- your view of the game, you only ever see this this board, right, with all the pieces moving around on it and yeah. moving the pieces. Ooh, um, sounds fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Is sarcasm? it better than? Or was that? <laughs> yeah, that was sarcasm. <laughs> the idea right. of the game is to look at a map, just a map, <laughs> and imagine. All right, fine. Let's <laughs> let's carry on to I, the I next. I did dislike it, but it's not it's not either storm, man. Right? Here's the next one, the big one. You've all been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. It's time. Yeah. Matt Castle. 
back again with the with the uh, what was it? The troubling uh, second album. <laughs> difficult it's second album. I don't think it's troubling. Oh yeah, the difficult, <laughs> difficult second album. That's what it was. It's not me. It's the gun. Uh, do You're you a man. Yep. You get an experimental gun stuck on your arm that constantly shoots, and that in itself is bad news. But what's really bad news is you have a series of quite mundane domestic tasks, but that are essential to your future happiness to achieve on this day, such as attending a child's birthday party and going yeah. to a, a divorce hearing in the courts. Um, but yeah. you also have this gun that cons- constantly shoots. Uh, the game is framed as the court case that follows yeah. uh, all this action. <laughs> yeah, in so which, Exhibit A is level one. <laughs> in which you make the case, uh, well, in which your performance in each level decides how the case works out. Uh, the title, of course, comes from the fact that you try and reason with the police uh, that it's not you, <laughs> it's the gun. Uh, it's not me, it's the gun that's causing all the damage. Uh, so it's kind of a... I don't, uh, um, it's quite. It could be quite a serious drama. Yeah, I think it, it could also be quite a madcap, zany <laughs> yeah. adventure. It's it a very really kind of depends. It's very how serious. Your day but remember, there's also a stenographer that you cut to every now and then in the courtroom, <laughs> yes. who, who is very flustered, having to type yeah. bang, 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 bang on repeat. Yeah, because the gun is still functioning <laughs> during the court case. They could remove it. This is important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mechanically, I can't really remember how it how this game manifests. But was it Auto um, Dad? I think it's yeah, but like, kind of right. it's like a first person or third person. I think it's a third person thing. Yeah. Oh, yes, because you need to see your body panicking. I think we also uh, to, touched on it being a VR yeah. game as well at one point. Uh, I think we scrapped that. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't quite figure out how it would be played, but the plot is there. And of course, to get the secret level at the end, you have to not be arrested for your court case, let out into, the, into freedom again, so that you can yeah. find the scientist that did this to you and get your gun arm removed. Get revenge, yeah. That's the ending. Uh, that yeah. was it. That's the true ending. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest, I, I really like the idea. I think it's very fun. Oh no, but this, there's a big butt coming up. <laughs> I, I don't feel like there's that much game there. Like, I don't feel like, it's not, it's not like I Love You, The Kidnapper, right? That felt like a really solid, and the same with Eye of the Storm. I know what that game is. I don't think I know what this game is. It's, it's a reluctant shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, played it's one a before? first person shooter where you're like, I don't want to be shooting right now. Oh my it's God. it's the anti shooter. It turns everything you know about shooting games on its head. I, I will say uh, very quickly that for the game jam, the Yorks Cast game jam, there was a game that was made. I was telling you about this before the episode, but it was a game that was made called Pong.exe. Um, mm-hmm. If you have access to the itch.io page to play it, play it. Because it, it turns into a couple of pitch please games, one of which is either Storm. The next one, it does turn into "It's Not Me, It's the Gun" or a version of it where you have to collect a load of items from around the house. The gun is constantly firing, and the amount of times I accidentally shot a coffee cup when I was trying to pick it up. Oh, it coffee was, cups, it they knew. Was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it was, it, yeah, it was surprisingly fun trying to do these very mundane things. Um, surprisingly fun. The fun's accident. built in. It's there at the heart of the game. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. I like, uh, I mean, I, I guess it there's like, like a more game. immediate pleasure to Eye of the Storm. What about Eye of the Storm is fray, framed as a court case? And you are talking about all the people you ran off the road. And Hang on. 
It's not me, it's the eye of the storm. Because you. You your initial worry was, oh God, I'm going to have to do I Love You, The Kidnapper versus It's Not Me, It's The Gun. But now you're worried mm. because your final uh, shot into the Pitch Please world isn't winning against Hall of Fame. Eye of the Storm. I you're, mean, you're listen, I would much, I would much now, rather play both games from Castle Studios than I, Eye of the Storm. I would, I will, I will vote. How about this? I'll vote for It's Not Me, It's the Gun. If you say that Dungeon Daddy was a good game, oh, I, I can't actually do. I would rather It's Not Me, It's the Gun was destroyed than I have to debase myself. <laughs> and get behind the concept of a big crystal that is meant to be this awesome character. I'm sorry, no. I would rather torpedo my own studio than give you that. He's just had to lay off tens of people, Tom. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. Okay, That's I appreciate, I I appreciate you standing up really? for what you believe in, Matt. Wait, hang on. Let me just get this. <laughs> no, straight. Tom. No, 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 you, no, no. Is there nothing it's about it's, that it's game, done. Dungeon Daddy? It's done. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> We're trying to get through these, Tom. Okay, okay. Wow. I, I just want to quickly say thank you. It was in, Indie Nick who made that game. And Indie Nick, I think, is the same person who's been making... All, like all, Whenever we said someone's made a prototype of a game on this show... It's Indie Nick. It's them. It's Indie Nick. Yeah, so thank you very much, Indie Nick, for doing that. Um, oh. And uh, sorry that you didn't that you didn't place in the, uh, in the game channel. <laughs> Uh, but it was still a, it was still a great game. So um, I am so going to say are saying either storm is still the winner. Yeah. Well, so I never voted for either storm. I abstained from that vote. I think I love you. The kidnapper is better than this one. But mm. well, but that's not so, the. That's not. Well, I know. What I'm saying. Works. So I think. Yeah. I think I, I. I think either storm might clinch this. But mm. yeah. from my past voting, know that I love you. The kidnapper beats this. James, uh, I have the storm for me still. I love this game and I love I love you the kidnapper but for me I the storm I think it's just got I don't know it's just better isn't it for me <laughs> sorry yeah. are you I of the storm or in in act of corporate espionage I will shut down castle studios for the things they said about my game <laughs> <laughs> well there we go it doesn't, doesn't matter what my opinion is we, we have we have a, a continued winner yeah uh, what's what's next next up was full guys sorry Matt which that's fine. <laughs> I can't believe I gave you my afternoon to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the outcome I predicted <laughs> or, or assumed from our from our chat. I mean, I was like, you know, oh, yeah, sure. John Quick went <laughs> super early. Nobody knows what's going on. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd turn up, get crowned. This <laughs> afternoon. Oh no! Oh no! All right, let's I'm rush through the rest Look. of them because uh, these are these are questionable. Because Matt's about to leave. Because Matt's about to leave. Full guys, uh, you are superpowered rats trying to in a full full guys uh, setting, mm -hmm. trying to run through the maps. The idea was you are the one cheater in the map who can run super fast or can jump super high. Uh, you're playing a game of full guys. And the uh, in a traitor deception style way, you have to try and win the map while not giving away that you are the cheater and being voted out and the and the innocents win. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of liked it. Everyone fucking hated it. Moving on. Hugo, <laughs> <not true>. <laughs> Hugo <coughs> was, was a taxi sim that was pitched by Hugo Troito, who's a listener. Uh, taxi simulator game. That's basically the crux of it. Um, 
because Alex said no, there, there isn't a taxi simulator game out there. Turns out there is. Moving on. It's quite a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Plague Book was, uh, was CK3, uh, but you're making a social network to try and take over the world with your social network platform. Uh, that eventually uh, extends into introducing questionable features into your network, like data... Yeah. Uh, it was very heavily influenced by um, Plague Inc. So you, instead of genetically evolving your disease, you're like, okay, add the like button. Okay, add the ability to share. Add marketplace. And then you, you're, instead of infections, it's like install base. It's how do you, how do you feel about advanced that? advanced reskin. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh. It's an interesting one. That wasn't yeah. dismissive. Yeah, I kind of, yeah. Oh, I don't also, know if I particularly play it, but then maybe I'm just not a fan of that, that particular sort of genre. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think it, it's got a place somewhere as a as an okay game among this list of real fucking shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Merlin's, Merlin's Stools was an Alex pitch. Basically, mushrooms. Moving on. Merlin's Super Tools Ma- or no, Stools? Merlin's stools it was about mushrooms you just you just have a little clearing in the woods and you start off as a tiny little fungus and you just have to create this mycelial network of fungi that connects all plant life and all trees and you have to uh you just have to you have to make your biome flourish this is a very chill before you continue let's just go for the old classic uh rating system of if uh if people if an audience uh, was to play this game which would they pick a death race I mean, in the desert. Hundred percent eye of the storm. No one's going to pick this. <laughs> but I like. I would. I would pick it. I would be the one person that picks it. Okay. Uh, then there was Super Mario Bros. Detective Agency. I cannot remember what that was. Bryony pitched, pitched that? Coven. No. Uh, I vaguely remember what that was. Breath of the I mean, Wild. That was but you're Breath a witch. of the Wild, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ho. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> hated this. I thought it was great. What, Again, I don't remember this. Was a very boring simulator farming game, but you're a, you're a peasant. Oh, it, it was, was a medieval you, farming you game. Farmer, That's why I said Mordho. Really, yeah. right, yeah. It was a real slog. Uh, again, like no, no one's going to play play that over Eye of the Storm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, extreme now the next PB, one. Extreme is, PB now we're biased. Is probably the one where we're actually this is most likely going to be made. Um, oh yeah. right. Now this is yeah, not. But a, it's not actually a video game. <laughs> it's not a video game. It's a card game uh, where you have a deck of cards, maybe in three. I think it was three or four decks of cards. Uh, mm-hmm. There's genre, mechanic, and theme. Theme. And then so wild. these are. This is this is the pitch please card game. Just by the way. Oh, okay, right. So. In the genres, you've got all the different genres of games, all the different mechanics from games, all the different themes of games like vampire, uh, horror. I I guess horror would be a genre, but, you know, whatever. Um, And with that, we tried to pitch what our card game would be using these three decks of cards. Now, my game was a game where you have, you draw, say, 15 cards, and the idea is to reduce your hand down to zero, like Uno. And uh, by doing that, you... Uh, you do that by playing as many cards as you can and then saying the name of a game. So you could say Breath of the Wild and I've played Crafting, I've played Cooking, I've played Open World, I've played Cell Shaded. Um, 
and you've played five cards and that's your turn. And then everyone can argue it and say, oh, is cooking in Breath of the Wild? Yeah, absolutely, 100% fucking is. Is romance in Breath of the Wild? Yes. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> no. Neither, romance. No. Neither, no, no. We went through this in the episode. 100% is. Anyway. No. Um, Not as a mechanic. But the idea was to reduce your... <laughs> it's romance as a mechanic. <laughs> it wasn't a mechanic, no, but it was... It, romance is in Breath of the Wild, so it counts. Anyway. Um, so, so yeah, that was the Uno style game, kind of like a trivia mixed with, you know, Uno kind of thing. Chris's mm. game was very similar to, um, Snake Oil. Snake Oil, where so you, you pick, uh, from me, oh, yeah, go ahead. no, I thought you, no, oh, so you pick a genre, you pick a theme, and pick a mechanic, and you have to basically, you have 60 seconds to elevate a pitch what your game is. So it, like, I think the example was, what kids was it? Kids game um, in VR a, with a finisher executions. VR game with, yeah, finisher executions. So you have to come up with a game that fits those categories oh, in like 60 that. seconds. And then, like uh, it's, a, it's a blind pick as well, right? Yeah. Pick, and then uh, you win the, the publisher contract. It's like the first person to get three publisher contracts wins the game. Oh, so yeah. you go around in a That's circle. Great, but both those games are solid. I also, like I played Codenames yesterday. And I think we could put code names into our game where you just have genres and mechanics all on the board. And with code names, you're meant to say one word uh, uh, to try and identify yeah. your team's cards as the spy master. Maybe you could say, uh, that works. You name a game and you have to try and get them to pick all the mechanics and stuff that are in there or all the genre or whatever. So I think, I think it's one of those things where the game itself is three decks of cards with a load of different cards, like 200 cards or whatever. But endless possibilities. And Tom. we put in the game rules for three different games and say, here's how you could play it. Or, you know what? You've got three cards of uh, three decks of cards. Fucking make your own game. That's strong. Um, yeah. you know what? I, think, I think we should dump Eye of the Storm. <laughs> what? Now, why do you say that? As a, you genuinely think it's good? I, or think, because I, you think, don't should, want... I think we should dump it. Let's, yeah? let's just get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all okay. for it. I mean, we came up with it. Yeah, right. We've actually played this game, right? We've, and, we've played and a version of it. it, and it was fun. It was yeah. actually very oh, fun. Sounds sounds good. I, I would, I would rather play this than um, whatever the Eye of the Storm is about. Well, Matt, we will <laughs> send you your physical copy. <laughs> so bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> yeah. I like that game too. It's good. <laughs> but I like this one better. <laughs> okay. The only problem that we have is if if we pick this, and then there aren't that many left now. If this wins. Then yeah. the game that has won mm. the best There's game out of all that we've pitched this year is not a video game. <laughs> and it's <laughs> ours. <laughs> yeah, and it's ours. I mean, it's uh, going to be ours anyway. Okay, we, we, have a, we have a couple more then. And we'll be right, on so, sale mid Well, th- th- does anyone else think that this, sh- this, shouldn't, this isn't better? Now, look, I love Eye of the Storm. However, mm. I, 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 I think I would want to believe that Extreme PP is going to be a game that I'm going to play. And and I, I mean, yeah. I've, I've played a version of it already. I've played a version of Eye yeah. of the Storm thanks to that uh, Pong.exe, um, and it was cool. It was great, but uh, it was fine. It was, it was, it was fine. You, what you're saying is it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> you heard the pitch, you loved it, but when you actually played it, you were like, "Yeah, this is fine." Yeah, it was fine. Uh, but yeah. you know, having played yeah, Eye of the Storm, I still voted no it better than uh, it's not me. It's the gun. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> also, I think I think maybe I'm a little bit influenced by like it's um, you know th- there's 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 a chance that maybe if it, if it 
it actually did go quite well, then we might make a bit of money from a card game, right? We're never going to be able to make a video game, you and me, Tom. Yeah, no. Never going to happen. Yeah, we could easily make this. Someone will rip all the art for it, put it on tabletop, tabletop sim. We'll lose all the money for it. But you know what? People are playing One it. And that makes me happy. It for 50 pence. Yeah. 50 pence, yeah. <laughs> uh, so are we all in? Is this all? I'd say yes. We... Extreme PP is uh, a new winner so far. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, worry, great. everyone. We've got very few left. I think the next one is a, is a contender to beat Extreme PP. Um, I agree. Let's so Alex see. Smith of Hat Films, he pitched th- Thalassophobia, which is phasmophobia, but you're a diver going underwater to investigate strange occurrences. Maybe it's something as simple as, I don't know, but trying to find... it's fantasy though, isn't it? It was kind of, I think it edged into fantasy, fantasy a little bit. I it hate had you. A, yeah, um, an eldritch horror kind of... <laughs> where, yeah, you go down, you investigate this wreck with your myriad of tools, much like phasmophobia, um, while uh, trying to discover what happened down there. However, there's also, again, like phasmophobia, there's the guy that stays in the van. There's the bellman (laughs) who has to stay back and monitor your oxygen levels. He's also got the rope that can pull you back if you get into too much trouble. Let's Um, your oxygen line out. So all all this diving takes place very close to the coastline then if if there's a van. No, 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 no. no. The bellman... (laughs) In old diving, there's a a bellman and they, they sink it with the divers and it basically creates a pocket of air and that's where all the oxygen goes through and it has all the the cables in. So there's a huge line going up to the surface where there's a boat. You're in the bell with uh, the men. Okay, so it's not actually a van. No, <laughs> no. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big old, big old, and then they have a hole in the bottom that they dive through. Right. So I was envisioning Wait, quite an unimpressive coastal exploration. <laughs> <laughs> we should just check if Matt knows what, what phasmophobia is. Have you played this? I know, or you I know what phasmophobia is. Okay. It's I a know. professional. I, I know what it is. I, the fact that yeah, every point of this game was followed by like phasmophobia. Um, <laughs> it, it does feel very much like one of my pet peeves, which is phasmophobia, but subnautica. Um, however, I think I, this is actually. I kind of liked it. But it was yeah. cross between hard ship, uh, hard space shipbreaker as well, where you had to, you can deconstruct, you have tools mm. that, you know, have certain abilities to open doors if there's like a hole that you need to breach through um, to get um, treasure, but you're also limited by air. And yeah. there were creatures, but I think that's where we got the Eldritch well, we stuff from. Going like Lovecraft because it would be ping up on your radar and stuff. Because obviously your vision is, yeah, your vision is very, you know, it's a short very distance. Communication. So you'd see a ping game. on your radar, and you're like, "What is that?" And yeah. you'd be like, "It's fine. It's just yeah. this." Like the, di- your, the, the divers the themselves, unlike phasmophobia, the divers themselves have are, are very limited. They have to be out there to collect what they need to collect or discover what they need to discover. However, they're very limited in what they can see here. Uh, how well they travel and whatever else. It's it's a very the bellman has to communicate so much information so quickly. So it's kind of keep talking, nobody explodes. Uh, phasmophobia, subnautica. That's pretty much yeah. the game. Well, and there was also like a, a collection and curation element to it where you could create because that was one of the things that we talked about was that there was like this um uh, if it was a kind of like Lovecraftian world then you would get these all weird kind of undersea creatures and you would be able to collect them from different parts of the world and basically take them back to your ship put them in a you know a museum area or whatever yeah um so that would but- encourage replayability and 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 I, I think the idea of being under the ocean with very little visibility and and that feeling that something is very close to you that's very big uh, could is something that could be tapped into and be great. Uh, I don't know if it beats extreme people. I don't know. I don't know. Matt, How's everyone else feeling? Verdict. 
Yeah, I, I, I quite like it. I, I think it. I don't know. I feel bad about giving about giving giving this award or whatever the hell it is to. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's to not an which, award. Which is is lifting so much from phasmophobia. Um, it does lift a lot from that. I think that was the entire. I mean, it's a good set. It, you know, it's 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 a good use of. Uh, a good place. A good place to put those mechanics, though. I do. I do like the mm. idea of it. I found phasmophobia very, um, you know, very scary and atmospheric, and I liked it. But I would find yeah. the diving would add something more to that as well, because I'm, you know, scared of being underwater and things. So, um, phalasophobic. That's what that is. Oh, is that what it is? I don't actually yeah. have a proper fear. I just, you know, the oh. idea of being underwater and drowning is, is you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, think, I, I don't think anyone enjoys that. <laughs> No, no I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go around going, oh, I'm, I'm thalassophobic, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like <laughs> everyone being signed off back. by a doctor. I'm thalassophobic. <laughs> <laughs> How deep is that sink? Oh, it's, yeah. it's quite a shallow one. You Would can you, drown in an inch of water. <laughs> if you were the focus group and you were given this or extreme PP, what are you going with? I don't know, like a horror diving game versus just a load of cards with words on them. It's like... <laughs> The adult, the mature part of my brain appreciates the, the the extreme PP game for what it is. So I I would still say that personally. Okay, yeah. I I, uh, I feel James, the same. I was, oh, um, I was thinking about this because I think this game actually beats Eye of the Storm. So I'm, well, well, I'm going with Philosophobia, but I think it's better than Eye of the Storm. I'm Which going with Philosophobia. So it's wow. up to you, Alex. Actually, fuck. Well, it doesn't matter, right? We've got no. Three... I don't know. No, no, no. I, I, I vote extreme two, two. PP. I think um, oh, really? phasmophobia. I like it. I think, but like uh, phasmophobia, it's going to capture me for a month, maybe two weeks, maybe a week, maybe like a couple of days, and then I'm going to yeah, be like, all right, cool. Yeah. I've seen the Cthulhu thing. I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm not going to play it anymore. Mm. And once you reach that point, That's... then there's no more to the game. Um, that's true yeah that's pretty much where I'm at with it I think it would be a lot of fun uh, for a short amount of time like Phasmophobia is or was so you're saying um, the so infinite th- replayability of uh, Extreme PP the best game ever made uh, is going to is going to be Arisalasophobia I, I think it's got to do it for me yeah I think it, yeah. I think it does yeah. I'm sorry James James is, is putting his keeps it keeps its crowns hands. right okay. there's four left <clears throat> there's uh, three oh well, there's yeah there's four uh, we'll skim some Simon Clark, the uh, champion Simon Clark, or the ex-champion who brought in um, uh, Eye of the Storm, came the back storm. with what can definitely be described as the difficult second album because it was Tiger Woods' Reclaim, which, I'll be honest, it was like three, four weeks ago. I can't remember it. It was about <laughs> like uh, rebuilding uh, like an unbuilder. So instead of a city builder, you're retaking the city as nature oh after uh, and then someone said it was a down. golf game and that's why i said oh tiger woods because obviously golf and trees yeah, um, no idea where the golf thing came from it was but a yeah, city like, you're starting off at a yeah like this this city well, it's like it's you have to know right? about propagation oh. and like seed propagation it's like okay there's a huge storm so if i plant make sure i plant some uh plants that are you play as mother nature i think you as make sure i Plant some plants that have the ability to spread via the wind. Yeah, uh, and then you, oh, right. there's some, there's some there also, rabbits um, over there. So I need plants that can be spread through rabbits eating them and then pooing out their seeds. There was also I, things like planting strong trees near the building so that you can break the boundaries because you can't cross roads until 
that the road has the been concrete has the concrete been, has been destroyed right. or whatever so there was an idea of planting certain plants so that you could break through the boundaries and expand your city space and things like that uh, i go. i would say if if i if i'd bought eye of the storm and i loved eye of the storm and it's crazy action <laughs> and then yeah, they were like if. from the makers of eye of the storm i'm like great i fucking loved eye of the storm and then i picked up their next game and it was about trying to knock down architecture with trees by throwing them and, and breaking up tarmac so you could cross a road I'd be like what the hell happened are you to this saying studio? it's like when he did Mad Max and then made Happy Feet yeah, you said it was a difficult second album but I'm sorry that so is Happy Feet just Happy Feet or Babe in the Sea <laughs> this is the lead singer that's, that is a difficult uh, second album that's the head of the studio went mad the lead singer left the that. band no the bassist left the band and made his own album Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just, right. that's, that's such a, and they, this isn't just me being vindictive. This is, a, this is just, a, this is just a huge, a huge no from me. Wow, okay. Okay. I don't think any of us are going to be with, yeah, I, I like the idea of a relaxing I like, game. I, I don't yeah, think this I is think it. There's something there. However, again, like, would I play it? Nah. Uh, next up this was. This next one might be similar. The, uh, the difficult, the questionably named Plan It World. I don't really know why it was called that. Ultimately, this was an RPG town builder where you are building a town that you for a game, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, it's like it's like Planet Coaster. It's like Planet Zoo, where you have your they are NPCs. You build a tavern, you build houses, and things like that. But it all is hinged around the idea of the hero of the story uh, visiting the town as if he's playing a game. And they'll come in, they'll navigate the town like, oh, cool, there's a tavern where I can pick up some items. Awesome. There's a save point. Great. I can save my game here. Perfect. Um, or there's a house I can go into and smash all the pots to pick up some coins and stuff. Great. I like this town and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to leave satisfied with that and you gain some gold or whatever for it. And then you use that gold to build more things. Maybe you build a bridge across the river and you happen to build a farm nearby and that could potentially unlock the side quest for the hero to pick up. There's an ogre under the bridge and then he comes into the town again later on uh, and uh, does that side quest. It's like, cool, great. I watched him do this thing. Now I will say it does air into the uh, Dungeon Daddy style of building a load of stuff <laughs> to just to watch a dude explore your village. <laughs> now i know how matt's gonna feel about that so i'm already willing to accept the loss on this one it's not just me um <laughs> people i i was very vocal in this episode and i received comments from people about how <laughs> unfair i was yeah yeah um but we'll were, see if it's just i mean i thought it was all right but <clears throat> i think it's i think it's a cool game you, like you know what kind of vill uh, a hero is going to come to your town maybe it's a barbarian so you're like yeah. cool i'll swap and change this house <laughs> just, to be something i, I can it, destroy or whatever or maybe i put I just, hammers in the I shop was, i'm surprised how many of these pictures have like a before and after face to them it's quite an odd thing what do you mean like <laughs> well like as in you do something and then you see something play out <laughs> two of them That's, <laughs> yeah, well, just do well, no, across the board. There's a lot of like prepping it. I just, I don't know. I feel that way about like deck builders too. It's like you build this thing and then you do this thing with it. I don't know. It's a thing. I guess that's uh, a very deck buildery thing. Yeah, which we have incorporated yeah, yeah. into a lot of. We are very heavily deck build influence, which is something that we've we've, we've tried to come well, away from, but I perhaps am, unsuccessfully. But I can't. Um, <laughs> I love them too much. I, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 fine. This idea, I'm not All like. Right. 
So it's not. It's not as bad as it Dungeon Daddy. It doesn't offend me the same way that um, <coughs> Dungeon Daddy does. <laughs> what he didn't tell okay. you is you play as a giant crystal overseeing yeah. a village. I think Dungeon I mean, Daddy, could... a.k.a. the tutorial crystal, as it actually should be called. <laughs> All right, this isn't going to win out over extreme PP, is it? No, so, okay, fine. So and I the think next we're going to have to do the final one. The final one, which was last week's episode, or I suppose not quite last week when this is released, but... Sure, that we'll actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, we switched them oh, no, around, I think. No, this is last week's episode because we missed a week. Anyway, Bed and Neckfest, this is called. Okay, good. Uh, I like the name. Now, this was based on uh, mine and Chris's best friend, serial killer, which we rapidly backpedaled when we found out he was a serial killer. Um, he. What? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> anyway. I had an, an original idea that, that, uh, that we came to realize was maybe too problematic. And <laughs> to switch it around, uh, there was a yeah, there was there's the trap hotel where he's built this hotel in which he can uh, navigate the walls and built a load of traps so that he can kill the people that are living in it. I think it's yeah, an actual yeah, story. Basically, yeah, yeah, you, you're you're like the guy with the Chicago murder hotel, and you, oh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. A, you're a serial killer, and you own this hotel, and your job is to basically you just have to run the hotel whilst also trying to murder people. Uh, and trying to you know steal your victims and create traps in interesting ways, and and in an effort maybe- to make it not so problematic, we <laughs> turned it into a, a essentially hotel Transylvania where for adults vampires running the hotel so you can try and well, get yeah, people lots to of different monsters right? take their blood or frankenstein and he wants to create mm. a frankenstein's wife so you, he wants to take humans away so he can cut off their limbs and shit uh and it was essentially mm. like yeah, much more endearing like theme hospital yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah like theme hospital, hospital but or, with murder and kidnap but with a lot more murder and kidnapping I, mm. I really like this one. I really love the idea of having like running a hotel or running, you know, some kind of like facility where you have to do the normal stuff, do the normal management stuff, but then also have this extra layer of being a monster uh, with with your various <laughs> needs and abilities. Um, All your staff are horror characters with their own needs. Maybe you've got Satan and he wants to take the souls of people. So imagine it in, yeah, yeah. Like, like a theme hospital style where you build the particular rooms. People come in, they rent the room, they go into the blood chamber. Great, vampires are happy. Oh, I, the, 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 the huge hurdle this has to get over is the fact that anyone looking at this hotel would look at its board of directors <laughs> and go, well, we've got a vampire, a Frankenstein, a wolfman, an actual Satan. And then it's like, <laughs> so and no one- between these people... I am yeah. fucked if I stay in this hotel. I think and no one has <laughs> checked out in 30 years. I think there was also a, an, an, uh, a level of deception in there where you, if if uh, if the vampire hunters come in or the uh, you know the monster slayers come in, you have to try and mm. you know disguise yourself as humans. So I think Satan can do that pretty easily. Uh, he just, can disguise himself t- as humans. It's too many monsters running one hotel. <laughs> Like a hotel run by one vampire, maybe, but a hotel run by a selection of monsters who are competing for different bits of their guests. Come on! I would okay. like to. I'd like to add that one of the. I just clicked on the video so I could see the comments. Mm. I enjoyed the game until Tom made it a vampire game. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's go back to right. this. If it was literally just a serial killer hotel game, which, by the way, like will never get then. released. Because there's no way, like, that we can market this game as like be your own serial killer, kill. Your so I don't. That's why I, I don't think it's as good. Game. I don't think it's as good, and I think we might end this bumper podcast with 
the game that we all came up with as the winner. Basically, now it feels like an advert for that product yeah, exactly. that you want to sell. <laughs> look, I think. Well, okay. Does, would we've got a list of games. Look. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? We've reached the end, and we've reached the verdict. PP Extreme is is the pitch please game of 2020, and you know hey, what? Does anyone have any out of any of the other games that we've had? Does anyone have like? One I think we should defense? all say our favorite. We yeah. should all have. Yeah, we should all say our favorite. Fame. I think mine is "I Love You, The Kidnapper," because it generally has made me laugh the most yeah. out of. Where oh, was all this love for "I Love You, The Kidnapper" <laughs> in the fucking desert? Cast? Uh, excuse me, I, I did. I, I voted, but I, my vote didn't count because it was three v two. Uh, How quickly we abandoned <laughs> the kidnapper. <laughs> I was there. Alex right, was any, the one. Any personal favourites? James, have you got a personal favourite outside yeah, of extreme so, people? Right, I'm going back to Eye of the Storm. I've thought about it some more. Philosophobia, nah. Eye of the Storm, that's my winner. <laughs> okay. Eye of the Storm. Uh, and my personal favourite is, of course, Dungeon Daddy and the Crystal of Wisdom. I think it's a genuinely <laughs> incredible yes, game. I think anyone listening to this will hear my Chow Garden argument and they'll agree with me wholeheartedly. Um, and right, so that, it's, it's that a winner means for me. that Extreme PP is the 2020 winner, right? The 2020. That's the, all the things that we've come up with. Extreme PP, what a card a, game, a, a, a not video game. What a messy, troubling <laughs> year it's been, but we can cap it off by giving you one more disaster. A card game has won Pitch Please 2020 <laughs> Game of the Year. The video game podcast. The video game game design podcast. It's a card game where you can make whatever games you want. And I think that sends a, that sends a nice message. You're listening to this thinking, wow, I wish I was so clever as, as these guys. Clever and creative, you probably think. Funny and attractive too. That they can come up with so many amazing games. Well, no, what I'm saying is that our game of 2020 is the gift of creation to you. Make your own games with PP Extreme coming 2025. <laughs> wow, amazing. You're right, it was an, it was an advert. Um, Less bugs as a cyberpunk. Thank you, thank you, everyone, for for sticking with us for not just this not just this bumper episode, but the whole year of. I mean, let's face it; I'd say largely terrible ideas, uh, mediocre right ones in there. I do. There were definitely um, games. There were yeah of get uh, a, for a year of games and a couple um, of maps as and well. maps. <laughs> Thank you for giving up your afternoon when... Oh, um, no, no worries. <laughs> just being... I hope I, I, just hope I didn't put any unfair pressure on the judging process. I mean, I didn't win anything, so it would suggest, it would suggest I didn't. Um, so, yeah, the uh, for 2020, the Pitch Please Award goes to ourselves. Um, Yay! Uh, I mean, who else would it go to? We pitch the ideas. Well, look, we have guests. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so you've got a guest schlubs. back on only to give the prize to you for your four selves <laughs> and not me what a flex it yeah, is though wow. Wow. That's that's really awesome. uh, go listen Sorry to Matt's that. podcast yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, as a we'll we'll free copy of the game okay that's thank the, you um, uh, thank what you an even bigger flex this is going to be the final podcast of the year um, because we're all going away for holidays and stuff now and you're probably not going to listen anyway because you're going to be doing that. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Again, Matt, thanks for joining us. Um, and and from from everyone here, fuck, thank you. Thank you fuck. for listening to this whole year. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Yeah. What um, fuck. Thank you. Go, go play games. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a lovely bye bye. new bye. year, you motherfuckers. <laughs>